abstract transmissions. Listening to abstract transmissions, folks, we've got an interesting, very interesting, I think, uh, uh, conversation today with uh, some guests that you very well may know if you've been listening for a while. Uh, we've got uh, Jay Grinds, Jeremy uh, Bragg from um, The Slow Death of Gaia. And uh, formerly, I, we played together in Unrest and Transit and uh, The Idiot Flesh. He plays drums in both of them. Uh, and uh, he is. Uh, my good friend uh, and knowledgeable expert in this discussion, as well as Randy Wilson, our Wilson photography and they look human and um, flood this earth. Um, that's a lot for me to remember in my ADHD brain. I did it without looking at anything though. Right. Yeah, you do. Well. <laughs> that's how you introduce guests. <laughs> uh, guys, thank you for coming on today. We are talking about the fun. I mean, usually we're not, focused on one specific topic and i'm sure we'll bounce around right but uaps or fo's or whatever the fuck you want to call it has been in uh, a big big thing obviously right now um and that's why you guys are here that's why we're talking about it um i was talking to you guys before um i have been trying to dig in uh research for potential guests uh and I am just kind of fucking jarred loose because uh, I got nobody to talk to about this stuff, really. Right. I'm not going to talk to Gavin about it really too much because I don't want to scare the shit out of him. Like, because, uh, yeah, I don't know. He brought up the Skinwalker Ranch thing to me um, and I disregard it. I'm like, I, I just disregard all that stuff. And then, oh, man, I, I feel like I'm starting to sound crazy. Uh, and then you were sleeping under the, un, with your head under the sheets for a couple of days after. Dude, for fucking real. Like Seriously, I, it's messed up. It is messed up. Like, and for the the people out there, like before we go right off the the assumption of uh uh tinfoil hats and all that for the listeners who haven't listened before or anybody who's you know deep into it, um this is coming from a position if you haven't been paying attention to the news, type in UFO CNN <laughs> anywhere, and you're gonna start yourself down a interesting little rabbit hole if you care i think a lot of people are just like blocking it out yeah that mm-hmm. or it just they don't it doesn't get the exposure uh, that that's what i think or that's what i've seen um more people you know with covid and everything more people seem to be more apt and openly discussing or sharing things of just that will make them happy throughout the day or if it's covid related or if it just gets filtered i read out like you mentioned before about making a post involving it and um I'd like, I barely see your guys' posts. I'm interactive with um, Brandy's photo page a lot. And even then, I sometimes I'll see him share it and then I have to go to his page to see it. So I, it's just all yeah, filtered. Gross. And yeah, yeah, you never yeah, really know. Very valid point. I uh, noticed that too. Um, I've had some pretty successful tweets even though i'm not a, i don't tweet i haven't tweeted that i'm not a, a twitter person um and i've had a couple of successful ones but the one that got nothing big fat goose egg not even one it was one that I, I i tagged four people in you'd think somebody would get some sort of visibility to that yeah um, and it was one i i uh i said you know because it seems like the biggest conjecture is between like the Neil deGrasse Tyson side of the argument and the Luis Elizondo side of the argument. It's not a matter of whether it's here or not. It's here. We have the proof. 
Like the proof is not physical evidence, but we have radar proof. And, and there's no way that all of these different radar systems are going to fail and no. glitched. Or they could be glitched by whatever the anomaly is. You can call it an anomaly. But yeah, it's a little irresponsible. I think irresponsible. Dare I say fucking irresponsible to an astrophysicist, but I think irresponsible for them to go around creating it like it's a, you know, flights of fancy scenario when we obviously have something here. I'm not saying that they're discounting it, but they're making it out like, well, when we know it's not glitched radar, it's like we have the governments, the world, all of the world's governments standing behind the fact that this has happened way too many times for that. Oh, yeah. It was a, uh, Jeez, I don't, I don't remember. I think it was like 2000, maybe even 2016 or 2017. But like the uh, fucking Tom DeLong from uh, Blink 182 yes. was all about it. She came right out. Everyone told him he, yeah, he told me he was. Everyone told me he was crazy. I remember um, seeing memes and all the videos on him on Joe Rogan, and he said it even in that in in that um, that interview podcast. He was like, look. You know, three, four years down the line, they're going to tell you this is this is it. This, they're going to tell you everything I'm saying is true, and that this exists and these videos aren't fake. And the, when everything got like sifted out, when the Navy was like, "Yeah, this, these are this is a thing," that's the first person I thought of. I was like, "Tom Delong, dude, this yeah. this guy literally said this was going to happen." Gave up his and, fucking career for it. Yeah, yeah. He, got, he got roasted endlessly for that. It it ruined him. Mm-hmm. But. Did it really? I mean, it did, but look at it. He he did, he said, this is bigger than anything I could ever do. I have to do this. Right. And he's doing just that. Like he's, he had the, the, he had the foundation to do it. And you do, I, the, the actors always talk about responsibility. When, yeah. I do think there's a certain amount of responsibility. If you have a platform to get a message out, if you can do it. And he did well, that. Um, it was just, it wasn't really a message that was very, uh, very popular with a lot of right. people, unfortunately. Well, look, he was talking about 11 different alien races. He didn't go, you know, he didn't go Republican key messaging here, right? He didn't go, we've got these five things. We all stick to the same thing. Nobody says anything else crazy other than maybe everything. <laughs> uh, but we're all on the same crazy message. <laughs> so we're all on the same key here, you know? <laughs> and the whole thing is like, we stay on key. We stay on point. Everybody's got the same thing. But there's none of that, and it's not simplified, right? If you overcomplicate something, it scares them. That's the first thing a sales is like, if I start talking about all these features of Samsung, nobody's going to buy that product because it seems too complicated. Simplified does this, this, and this. Aliens are potentially real. We don't know. UFOs definitely are. The government has lied to you. Now they're admitting it. (laughs) Follow that wherever you go. That's where he should have went. But instead, Tom DeLonge went, you know, 11 different alien races, Skinwalker Ranch is real, Bigfoot yeah. even connected. And although he even I'm goes finding, on tours, he, uh, that made me laugh. He, he pays a bunch of money to go on tours to hunt Bigfoot back then. I don't know if he still does it anymore. I, I no. kind of just stopped following it after yep. that. But yeah, uh, and it's crazy because he even... I remember watching the podcast and he even stopped himself in mid conversation because he was going into the details on how he made the relationship with the government and how it was like, like a suit picked him up and he was getting into like, he was put into a room with no windows. And then that's when he stopped talking. He was like, I will just tell you more about this later. 
Yeah. And, and back in like, you know, four, well, however many years ago now, like, I don't even remember Dude, what nuts. day a week it is. Yeah. Everyone, everyone looked crazy. He's like, yeah, okay. This guy's watched too many movies. You know? That guy was Luis Elizondo. Yeah. That it turned in. And, and that's, what's crazy is like their connection together. And they formed the two, the stars Academy together with these other guys, heads of Boeing aerospace, uh, uh, geez, what? What? There's like three other uh, big low aerospace. aerospace. Yeah, he's, um, yeah, he's in another technology Skunk company Works. as well. Yeah, Skunk Works is another one. Uh, the guys who made the SR seventy one A Blackbird, I think. He probably stopped himself because that's that's generally when people tend to disappear. They've made people have disappeared for talking about that stuff, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, you know that, that's no joke, and that's been proven. You know, right. what, one guy was was framed they put a bunch of weirdo shit on his computer and he's he's in jail now right um, so what the fuck all now that all this shit's coming through where, where's that guy like that guy needs to be released like all this shit needs to change and it's right? not gonna because everything moves at a sla- snail goddamn pace and it will take literally it's just like a fucking alcoholic or a fucking a drug addict it takes for somebody to fucking die you know, yeah. something serious to fucking happen for them to get their fucking shit together and really realize it. Like, yeah. and I know the implications of all this shit is huge, but it's like, you can't just, this isn't just fucking, this is the entire continuity of the human civilization possibly here. We, we could be wiped right off the fucking planet, maybe. Yeah, it would literally rewrite history. Absolutely. I mean, it already has, really, and that, that's the interesting thing. Is like, uh, like, like Mark, you had said, uh, the government lying and the military lying. And the funny thing is, when they made their announcement, they didn't say that they lied. They were just like, "Oh, by the way, we don't yeah. know what these are. We don't know." What right? They, they are, right. they're here. They didn't come out and say, "Hey, we told you, don't even, don't, don't even." Right. Independence Day is fake. Alien. Right. Don't, don't, don't worry about that. Don't. They, they didn't come out and say that because they but won't. That's, you know? that's yeah. No, that's my point though. That's what's scary is that like they they indirectly called themselves liars without knowing that they called themselves liars. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when they start releasing stuff and they start the but you know the the lines start crossing and, the, and things start connecting that's when they start looking like liars and they know it, but it's like, you know, Oh, look over here. Don't look at the man behind the curtain. Look, you know? Um, so, but that's the other thing too. What's the, what's the angle? They don't give up information freely. I've said this before. No. I sound like a broken record. Probably. What's the angle. And I don't really know why I expected more out of that report than what we got. Cause obviously that's what it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a lot more in there than people realize though. A lot more in there than people realize. Yeah. There's literally a descriptor about a, and this is folks, check it out. Look it up. You can look this up. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm going to really be careful. I keep on doing that. <laughs> I, uh, but a, a fucking, and he says this on the podcast. I was just talking to you about Luis Elizondo uh, theories of everything with Kurt. I think anyway, that that's the name of the podcast. People check it out. I'll probably forget the, the, the link. Uh, he goes to say that you can, you can look this up. Oh no. It was the one with Jeremy Corbell. Same podcast. There is over 150 sightings of these things. And one specific one, not one, but there's multiple like this, but one specific one that they have, that they've released to the public in which one of these things, these UAPs comes in to a missile silo and directs a focused beam of light. They said light, not laser, 
a focused beam of light into the missile silo, not just dismantling or stopping or malfunctioning, but physically destroying the the box or whatever the the access so we could it could leave and, and it just destroyed it and now and the whole thing would have to be replaced like a, a hole through it. I remember. I remember and that's uh, verified now. I, I remember seeing something about that. Yeah. <laughs> about okay, video? Neil deGrasse Tyson. That's your fucking evidence right there. Go take a look at that the- thing. Find out what burned it. What about the video they got of the thing flying over the ocean, just plunging straight down? Yeah. Well, that's no Neil deGrasse Tyson's whole perspective on that is, well, you know, maybe their radar is wrong. Now, you know what I think? I think they're deep in the ocean, the places where they say we can't go, but they probably, Mariana probably Trench. Really don't have the technology to go down there. Yeah. But they know that we shouldn't go down there or there's some kind of deal or, you know, not to get total conspiracy theory on you, but how yeah. much of the ocean have we seen, you know? Right. No, you're right. I mean, we have if not explored the ocean from, really at all. Yeah, if you have a ship that can fly from wherever to here and do the things that our stuff can't do, you can certainly stand, you know, the pressures of the ocean. Oh, yeah, they've already, they said that, that it's transmedium vehicles. I heard Luis Elizondo say this on fucking Good Morning America. This is where, this is what is fucking making me fucking crazy and why I'm having this conversation. I'm fucking tearing up right now because the whole goddamn human race is asleep at the fucking wheel. This is insane. Good morning, American people are just like glossed over, like, all right, I'm gonna go do my Starbucks job. <laughs> we should all be fucking, you know, fucking all those people that marched on Congress. We, the whole fucking country should march on Congress demanding that they do something. Not fucking yeah. everything that's happened has been awful these last two years. Everything from fucking COVID to fucking George Floyd to fucking riots to everything has been fucking awful. But if there's one thing that is the only thing that's bigger than everything there, it's our place in the universe next to a fucking other species. And I think this is the point where it's like people really need to be waking up. Like we need to realize that if this is the case, we don't know what these things are. We don't know that they're aliens. But we know that there's nothing on our planet that could do this. Yeah. That's, yeah exactly. That's, that means it's alien. That's not mm-hmm. of this planet. Yeah. It's extraterrestrial in nature. Full stop. I'm not a science to know that. If it's not from here, and we yeah. didn't make it, someone else did. Not here. <laughs> Which right, that's exactly. the definition of alien, is it not? Right. I was just going to say that that's the like official term you know a, for, a, yeah. a foreign entity uh, you know what i mean it's it's not from this planet therefore it is alien you know obviously you say alien everybody thinks like the grays so they, they all they all and ironically more people that i've spoken to they reference like cell park and just really weird things that i was like oh that, that's the first thing that comes to your mind when you think alien like it's just it's really uh odd and I think it also has a lot to do with how people are subjected to what they find important because this could be all over the news, but the fact that they're like, Oh, okay. So aliens are real, but they are more concerned of how, like, how am I going to get my Starbucks today? How how am I going to go to Roma Joe's? Um, How am I going to pay for gas? Right. Oh yeah. I got to go out and, you know, yeah. I mean, right. Right. They they worry about everything they see. Right. And it's a narrative, really. It's it's pushed. It's not seen as a threat. And that's why, like you had mentioned, they used there was a laser beam. You would have had, I think they, they would have been a very different reaction. 
you know, an unidentified ship appears, fires a laser into a silo, like, but it fires a beam of light. And you're just like, I can make a beam of light with my magnifying glass. Right. You know, it's just like the cognitive if response. It like a duck and fucking. I, <laughs> I, I'm just like, I, I, I can't. I mean, yeah, I, I guess I can believe it. Donald Trump was fucking president for four goddamn years. So there's yeah. really, like, there's two things in my head. Either this is, like, maybe three, if you consider. Um, I mean, there's really only three possibilities, right? It's either aliens or extraterrestrial beings, multiple ones, however many, us from the future, or it is a simulation. I started reading into the future stuff a lot, actually. Uh, there were some pretty... Decent arguments for that, as as much more sci-fi as that sounds. Yeah, that it's like us from the future. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I I, 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 I buy I, it. You know, it, I, yeah, I can I've read it, and it's makes. Sense. I can get on board with it somewhat, you know. Um, Same with simulation theory, though. They all seem like a pretty plausible possible possibility, which is a motherfucker, right? Theory. That's a thirty percent chance of anything. Yeah, the simulation theory is probably the most far out one, but again, you know. I'd buy it. It's funny because mathematics says the otherwise. Mathematics says it's 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 an almost incredibly low probability that this is base reality. Well, you know, I kind of I kind of got myself spiraling one day. I'm like, you know, I only know this is blue because somebody told me it's blue because somebody else before them told them it was blue. Um, I know I'm 43 because I told I'm 43, but what if that's not the real? I don't know. You know, I got I got spiraling about that. I, oh, you know, I, I, no, no. I'm out of control about a lot of stuff like that. Sometimes I just you think and you you research it and you let's stay drive on yourself. that. Let's stay on that. That that yeah. Your time slippage. Yeah, I uh, accidentally unloaded uh, that on my like my daughter, um, and in regards to like concept of time, and I just oh, made a comment of like, "Well, time's man-made." Twenty twenty-one, right? It, Right. She's like, well, what do you mean time is made? And I was like, well, how do you tell time? She's like, oh, through a clock. And I was like, well, how do you know that? It's because you're told that, right? She's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, let's do like mathematics. I was like, you have, you know, you, you have four oranges, you take two away, you now have two oranges left because that's how we're taught. But let's remove math entirely. Let's put oranges in a basket. Now you have four oranges in the basket. You take two out. What do you have? You have two oranges in your hand. And you have two in the basket. You still have oranges. The, right. the whole math concept. I understand like addition and subtraction. Yeah. Um, same thing. Like Randy mentioned age. It, it's only it's fabricated and man-made to as a, as a tracking system <clears throat> in order to tie our minds to things that are real. Right. To try to make so, sense you know, of linear time. Yep. Right, and it, it doesn't matter. We we could be born and not track our age. It would be we're born, we live, we die. Yeah, right. Like that's yeah. it. You know, it doesn't you know the Neanderthals didn't give a shit if, if how old they were. You know, I mean, it's just uh, it, it's just just crazy. You know, it used to be like, oh well, this is this is this is the baby's third winter, and this is you know what I mean. Right. No, before absolutely. More, yeah, before it was more honed in and they ruined everything. Sundials. Like, you you were talking about well, the whole time measurement thing is is always been variable, I think. And that's the thing that people really, really I mean, they get into this in the Dark Tower series some. 
which oh, yeah. is yeah. the whole, uh, <laughs> the whole time is funny, right? Time is, is, uh, is, is time moves differently here or, is, or, um, you know, the world has moved on and, and because of it, time operates, uh, slow and then fast and then jumps ahead. And then it's, it's like transmission that's fucked, <laughs> you know, six yeah. kinds of fucked. Uh, but it's still moving somehow. <laughs> it was, not to interrupt, but it was, yeah. it's just because, like, again, ADHD, I just can't get the thought out. Otherwise, I'll, like, lose track of it. But that's that's where I have an interesting concept of time versus science. Um, because, you know, so many, the, the Earth rotates so many times. It's day, it's night, and then that's how we calculate days. Um but so like gravity exists because the, you know, the physics, the scientific theory of gravity was created. It was given a name, but there's science to prove that there's a force that keeps things on this planet as opposed to just because the earth rotates and then it's nighttime and it's daytime, you know, that like that, that's a physical thing that occurs. We just gave it a name. Um, And so it, in that regard, it, it's just interesting because I I personally would believe more in science, like a human biology, we're created, we decay. So the concept of time, it's like, okay, well, probability on an average of a, today, 2021, when someone's born, their average lifespan is, let's just say, 78 years. But in reality, it may take that long for your body to decay because in science, that's what happens. So we're only put a time frame on it for understanding, but you take away that time frame and that, that there's nothing. It's just right. you are here until you're not. And uh, so I just think it's it's quite interesting in that matter because like I, I don't tie time with science in particularly. That's just me personally, though. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I'm definitely with you on that one. Time. It's a part of science. It's a part of experimentation. It's part of everything, but it's not. You know, science kind of took the fear out of everything because it gave an explanation. But time is time. Time's always there. Right. And well, is it, though? Like, what we, we measure it. We think it is. But, like. Well, it's, uh, it, it is. You know, I, I, I saw something. We're decaying. I, I read or I watched a video, and, and they talked about how we turn on our access so much every year. It's minuscule. But it was, like, something like 100 years from now. The days will be like a day, an hour long, it, not an even an hour longer. Yes. You know yes. Uh, no, 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 I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, no, that's you're fine. I, I'm, that's about all I had on that. But yeah, it was, it's, I don't know. It's again, it's quite the rabbit hole to go down. That's what I do when I can't sleep. I usually pull up weird YouTube videos mm-hmm. and basically freak myself out so that I don't sleep. Holy shit. So I, I, I had to write a couple of things down between both of you guys there. Cause I, I, same thing as Jeremy, I'd lose it. And that's, I never write things down, but that's, this is a good conversation. This is going to be a real good one. Um, I just had a conversation a couple months back with, uh, the author of a, a book, actually it's a science fiction. Uh, it's like a mixture between like theology, science fiction, really amazing book. If you get a chance to read it, same folks out there, I will always do the volunteerism ad for KK Eden's masterpiece called uh, the measurement of decay. Ladies and gentlemen, go out to your local bookstore. If you can buy it, Uh, get all three versions, get the book to keep on the shelf, get the electric version in your tab tablet or whatever you're using. Uh, and then, you know, the, 
the uh, audiobook if you want to immersion read and read along. That's, um, that's a fan band name too. It's an yeah, it is a really. I, I honestly, there's a part of me that really wanted to to utilize that, but then I was just like, I was trying to keep, you know. Um, it's funny you said that because I really was thinking that I fell in love with this book and this author. He's amazing. Um, he came on the show and we were talking about this very conversation about time slippage uh, or how measurements of decay, measurements of time or measurements of entropy. We're basically just measuring the heat death of the universe. We're trying to measure the end of things for the most part. We're only, cause we're only measuring ourselves like, uh, like you're talking about, like it, it, you're, we're breaking down and we're measuring that. And like, how long does that take? How long does an apple take? And all of these things are relative to our experiences, uh, to how we interact with them. I mean, that's proof. Quantum physics proves that if we interact with an uh, uh, experiment or whatever, we change it no matter what, if just by measuring it, uh, I guess was the it's direct, direct interference obscures the course that it's on. Which again right. goes to science and physics, right? Right. So what is it, and it, something is going. You you collide with it. Yeah, with, right. you hit something and then it will continue until stopped. Well, and it's funny oh, you're talking sorry. about having to have this conversation <laughs> with your daughter. <laughs> it's like <laughs> raising kids in 2021, man. Fucking, it really is. It's a second longer would be the thing I would say if you wanted to give her a perspective. This is what I would say to. Like Gavin, if I was thinking when you're saying it, I, would, I I'd write it down. Ask her what she thinks time would be like if a second was just a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah that's what she um she she whole, uh, she was right with me. It, same thing. She goes, she her caught like she was right there. She understood because uh, I thought I was like, oh, I'm not I'm just gonna shut up. She goes, no, no. She's like, I understand what you're saying. She's like, it's kind of like how come we can't have one month for 365 days. It's impossible, right? There's no limit. The only reason why we have get it right. There's, there's no, we you just use it to keep track holidays, to right. keep track of events, the, the catalog time, the catalog or like days of progression, birthdays, you know, mm-hmm. stuff, stuff like that. And she's the, and she even like, she would like that. And she goes, Oh, well, what we wanted, we could have eight days a week. Who, who's to say we could have 14 right. days. We could have hundred days a week. If we wanted, if who we says just because we have to measure a day by day and night, well, it's you all measure a day by an hour. If you want diurnal creature, diurnal, diurnal, creatures? right. Yeah, diurnal, I think is the right word. Gavin knew that we're at really young age and I had no idea what the hell it was. <laughs> diurnal. So it was from some show. I think you watched diurnal creatures. So we need that, that, uh, what's that, uh, that rhythm, I don't know what's called circadian. the circadian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, we need that to keep going and keep. You know, so we measure time based on that, of course, but it's not linear because we're measuring revolutions around the sun because yeah. that's how it starts. So, like, all of that just didn't work initially. But the fact is, is you can't really just measure time. I think because it slips and people don't even realize yeah. that it's it is it's why we can't measure. It's why relativity is such a bitch <laughs> and why we took. Einstein forever to kind of figure out where he got it and still didn't get past that. And it took for people like uh, Stephen Hawking to come along to really put a dent in that and, and make it reinforced by quantum theory and things that would have just probably, I don't know. I wonder what uh, Einstein would have thought about quantum 
physics. But anyway, um, the one thing that I, I had also written down was uh, is relativity. This is the stupidest thing here in the world, I'm going to say, but it always was a great analogy for me. It's the fucking worst movie in the world, and I don't like fucking LJ cool, uh, LL Cool J in any way as an actor, but he was in, uh, what was it? Uh, the, the fucking shark movie. Deep, deep Blue Sea? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Deep I think it's called my head deep, is like a shark deep, fit, deep sea or deep blue sea or deep blue sea. That's the song. Song. Yeah, he was a chef or something. Yeah. I think he he was a chef and he yeah. just like, come on, let's go. He's That's like, right. That, that analogy so, when like, he says you, you put your hand on a hot woman and a moment seems like a, I mean an hour seems like uh, you know forever seems like a second, but if you put your hand you know hand on a hot pan, a second seems like for out an hour. You know whatever the analogy was is that. <clears throat> relativity is what dictates time really yeah. at the end of the day uh, it didn't feel like much time because it wasn't think about when you're a little kid yeah. the summer goes by three months the summer goes by just like that school year drags Kevin that's how we mean it was funny I was talking to Jeremy right now that the you know his kid raising kids in 2021 that is exactly the conversation Gavin and I had to have about school like you were just talking about like summer but even more than that um uh what was i gonna say freaking video games and stuff like that all the time i'm like yeah dude that was an hour you were on there for an hour you're done you need to take a break there's no way that was an hour i'm like look at your dude look at your wall look at your phone man i i can't i don't it's not i don't control time I'm not talking. Dude, we're all we're all musicians. How many times have we gone on stage to set Ooh. up? And it felt like setting up and breaking down took longer than the actual 35 minute set we played. Absolutely. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. It's so crazy. It's like we're already on the last song. What the hell? We Especially I felt like I literally just sat down. Up, right. On a good night. And then on a bad night, halfway through the first song, you're like, oh fuck. Come on. Is it over yet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Let's just play half the set. Fuck it. <laughs> We said 35, we're going to do 25. <laughs> we'll just, maybe 18. A little, a little bit of banter. Just do some talking. This little ditty's called Stage Presence Joke. I was just going to say the Stage Presence Joke. Damn it, yeah. you took it right out of me. You just <laughs> sucked it right out of my brain. That's my favorite joke of all time. I wrapped them and forgot them at home. <laughs> oh, man. I... Uh... <laughs> Uh, it's such a selfish joke too, because it's totally for me every time. Like I know it's either gonna go good or it's not. And either way, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, I fucking lose it, even if I'm behind the care in the crowd. I just lose it every oh, time. Yeah. I love oh, that good. joke. <laughs> I appreciate it more because because other people appreciate. Even it's just a, a group of us, you know. It's very. I, uh, I find every. I find amusement in everything. It's kind of my go to to. Uh, I have what my mom calls uh, Chandlerism from like friends on how he, he his his self defense mechanism when uncomfortable is to make a joke or do something funny, yep. and I've been doing that my mom since it's like five, That's... you know. And I was like, when someone had found out their animal passed away, and I just make a fart noise at like five years old. Everyone's like, "What the hell?" And I was just like, huh. <laughs> right, right, right. I, I just do it naturally. Just try to find amusement. Now I just kind of hone it, and then or I do the awkward turtle in the middle of conversations and stuff yep. like that yeah um, it's like I, i'm navigating this socially i didn't say i was going to do it right i'm i'm navigating right. but that's all i'm promising <laughs> i'm gonna navigate speaking of navigating in time uh 
and aliens and extraterrestrials. Just because again, brain need to get it out. I was like, I, I often, I'll as well wonder because of the these objects being able to move at obscene speeds and, and hover right, and speed, like right? you no know, I mean, no. Right, like light or whatever's faster than light, because like we right. only calculate speed of light because we can existence, ah! existence, right? And then in that case, if like you know, and the, it, it's just a, like how I often like same thing with like Randy, I have insomnia, so I sit there and I'm just like, if aliens are in my mind, I'm thinking like, how the hell do they just calculate? You know how do how do they keep track of that stuff? You know, like how could you imagine? Don't. us running if you get up and you run to run to your next room it may take you like 12 steps it may take you eight seconds but maybe eight seconds for them is like on the other side of the galaxy Dude, because of the amount of speed that they can travel at. yeah i was yeah. spiraling on that on that uh thought of mine a uh, frame of mind the other day it's like because everything that we know is what we calculate but if there are beings more intelligent than us which of yeah. course they're there are somewhere then it, we're wrong yeah time doesn't you know? exist for them the same way it exists our, our math is wrong or everything is is, is wrong because well i don't think it i think it's i don't think it's wrong i just think it's it's about as as knowledgeable as it's like the galileo thing right like they're part right but they weren't right like galileo was right like well, it, not it, wrong but, but bad well, limited yeah what, what i'm saying is like yeah the people back then were, were like weren't wrong they were wrong like they were wrong about galileo galileo was right they were we weren't the center of the universe and they were able to prove it and ultimately i mean that was the fact but they were right in the aspect that we existed in space and that there were you know balls in space and you know there were there's some things that they got um and i think that's kind of where we're at right there's some things that we got yeah, physics. The cat in the box is either dead or alive until you check on it, and then it collapses in on the main function, <laughs> basically giving way to A or B. But until you open that box, it's both dead and alive. Those things we have a just an infinitesimal, infantile, sorry, understanding of, and I think that like as time goes on, we're just going to become more and more uh, intellectually, hopelessly hilariously outgunned as uh samuel yeah. jackson would say in Avengers <laughs> movie hopelessly and hilariously outgunned like that's probably the best example of like if we were to if if it's true and trump really is gonna try it was really trying to in his mind you know secure us in space the fuck out of really <laughs> really i was like that was the only thing i was like okay this is kind of cool i love space force yeah I love yeah i was like right i just want to see i just want to see it everything our right? child, childhoods like fucking thought about like what's next mecha warriors like all right bring it the fuck on i'm, all I'm about too, it right what I'm not about is our entire species being wiped off the face of the planet because we got uppity about what we thought was going to be the next oil and terrorists. Well, you know, that's what, that's the what new scary, me. the new oil, which is yeah. you know, crystallic fuses. Who fucking knows? <laughs> that's kind of what worries me is us, you know, because I mean, hubris. It, it, Mankind's a virus, you know. Yeah. We, we're, we're, well, maybe. I mean, we may not be such a bad virus if we're comparing ourselves to these skinwalker guys. If they're but, like but, the 11th but, on the. Sorry, it, but, it all depends. But we're a speck. Like, so 
we think something is threatening and we take a shot at it and they laugh, push a button and, you know, Thanos snap us or, or or everybody's enslaved or, you know, uh, (laughs) we already are. Right. I mean, maybe that's what I'm saying. Like we could be, it could be a zoo that, you know, sorry. You know, that's, that's a pretty good theory too. I don't, I don't really discount a whole lot of those, honestly. Um, you know, the, the theory that man came from somewhere other than Earth. Because if you look at some of the evidence, we're not suited to this climate at all. Anywhere on this Earth, it's either too hot or too cold. Or, or you know what I mean? There's, right. There's Even no if you climate. start to go into the um, the the evolution of, um, of the origin of uh, humanity being... Uh, you know, the cradle of humanity uh, where everybody's fighting over basically Um, being where we came from. Well, what that's also kind of close to the pyramids and where people claim to seen aliens too, right? Where the same barrier of the world. Well, what a coincidence. I don't know. I'm just starting to really start drinking the Kool-Aid with the UFO stuff here at this point. I've, I've just given in. I'm just like, fuck it. I've been skeptic for so goddamn long in my entire life. I'm just, I'm just going for it. Uh, I even, I wouldn't even say skeptic. Well, I guess skeptic would be the definition term, but oh, I, I consider it like critical thinking. On the other side, right. Right. Which is the yeah. most logical I mean, thing, right? It's not fucking that they're not aliens. <laughs> That's for fucking sure. All things being equal. The simplest explanation tends to be the right one. Yep. The simplest explanation right. at this point is UFOs and everybody's saying it. It's the first one that's on there. You know, maybe not in Mr. Tyson's uh Dr. Tyson, I should say. <laughs> Professor Tyson, rather. And that and that could go like so many different ways, because you'd think a man of that intelligence and understanding universe, there's no way you can't pitch exploring the universe and exploring science and, and their theories and this without also considering this being a possibility. Right. And that, that's, what's weird to me. I don't think, I'm you know what I mean? To him, I guess I've been going kind of hard against one of my favorite people ever, by the way, let me just put that on the record. I think he's fucking amazing. <laughs> I, he's done more for the, oh, the, yeah. the, the scientific community education wise than the educational. Uh, yeah. You know what um, I think it is though. I, I think it's, I think it's, um, because there are a lot of people that would freak. It, it would do uh, for a lot of people. Just they they spiral in, into chaos. And yeah. I honestly think Republicans. I, I I think I think what he's doing is uh, damage control, kind of you know, like maybe downplay it a little bit and yeah, let's being not the shepherd. Jump, let's not jump to aliens, and that's exactly what he's saying. Let's not just jump to aliens, guys. Yeah. But at the same time homie for real <laughs> yeah it's aliens no i'm just kidding. i feel like that and guy I, and I would say right and it, it like my my first thoughts for some reason i okay so like it kind of goes off of what both crazy. of you guys like you, you had said <laughs> it that like even that thought in itself and being aware of it is surreal because it's yeah. Who else is sitting who, like us now having these thoughts? Everyone else is worrying about getting up tomorrow f- for work or yeah. putting laundry away. And that this to me is like an intellectual conversation and discussion that's outside of the norm, which is yeah. to me intriguing. Friday or Saturday night. Um, right, yeah. on a right. And, and to kind of bounce <laughs> off what both of you guys had said, like, Mark, I don't think 
we okay so i don't think us getting wiped out would be the immediate go-to which would work off of what randy said i definitely think we would shoot first uh because humans fear what they don't understand and they see Probably aliens the first time first caught mate perhaps or maybe like that like that that laser light beam was to be like hey you better cut it out because maybe we got into something we weren't supposed to and fucking iran has people not shot at them yet like there's no way between jethro here in bible bell america and fucking somebody in iran that's just like absolutely fucking not because i've seen those videos the ufo (laughs) iran videos and they are fucking shooting at them (laughs) I often look at it as like I would think a species that's that advanced we probably not even taken seriously the best way I can compare it to is if we're going to a zoo right and we see monkeys behind cages they're an animal that was pulled out of its habitat thrown into a secluded controlled area that they from what they can tell resembles something of their home but it's not it's not jungle they're not free they're they're confined like we live in houses on land we didn't start in houses we started crawling on the ground and hunting naturally we evolved and with technology uh so if we are looked at kind of like us being in a house is equivalent to being a monkey being inside a zoo we're like that monkey's like what's that monkey gonna do throw shit at me i can just walk away monkey can't touch me but if we ever wanted to hurt that monkey we have every single availability we have a rock we have guns we have we could throw other people if we really wanted to throw shoes so i think like these um advanced uh species they could like yeah like randy had said push a button laugh at us who knows you know maybe they can, can telekinetically control Cause that goes into like physics as well. And interesting, well, kind of crazy sci-fi stuff, but a lot of that, a lot of the neuron and and stuff like that's very interesting. Definitely. Travis Walton is the example of that. I mean, we, we all watched that growing up as kids, probably or younger, (laughs) at least. And Randy's older than both of us, but we're all pretty young when that movie came out, you know, what what you're, how old are you? I'm 36. So you're what? 10 years older than me. About me? Five year five years older than me. I'm forty-three. Okay. So okay. I was yeah, almost. I five I, I was I was game five to ten. So yeah. Um you remember that I movie? Gotta do when math. It came out? Which oh, one now? Uh uh Fire in the Sky. Trash oh yeah. Film. Yeah, that movie freaked me the fuck out when I was a kid. <laughs> right? Yes, yes. That movie was like I and it's not so much that like it did scare me some, right? Because I was just like Wait, so this is this could be real. This well, could, this just, is more real than Santa that you guys are telling me about a couple years ago. <laughs> like yeah. this is this could be real. Yeah, this is scaring my parents a little bit. Like they take it as oh, so aliens aren't real, right? They go, well, well Yeah. Well not I, really, I, I probably not. You, well, Mark, I've told you about about what my father and I saw when we were driving home one night. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were driving leaving Dover, New Hampshire. Driving so back talk, to their place. Talk about it if you don't mind talking about it. The yeah, no, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, we're, we're leaving. We're leaving Dover, New Hampshire. This must have been like, yeah, maybe ninety two, ninety three. Um, we're driving at night and we see these lights. So my dad pulls over, and it's like these three lit up discs, all flying, all basically over us, silent. Couldn't hear a thing, and in between. The lit up discs, there were no stars. So this thing was huge. And it was just like coasting over us. 
So this isn't just something that I saw. My father saw it too. We probably yeah. stood up there for about five minutes and we looked at each other and we're like, you know, we probably shouldn't be standing out here in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> right. Watching this that, go. fly over us. Let's so go. we got back in the car and boogied. We get back home. He's like, hey, you want to let the dog out? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no I'm not going outside. I'm going to stay right here. I don't even want the dog to go out. I'm going to stay here. So I let the dog outside. And this thing is basically off of the distance of it, flying in an opposite direction, like it. over, almost like it followed us. And I'm like, man. I am not fucking going back out there. Yeah. So then I see fire in the sky. Oh. And- <laughs> oh. Man, dude. So, so I, and, and that's, that's really jarring for me. Cause I, I always, I wrote off my experience. No, nah, there's no writing off this. Cause again, it's not, you can't, yeah. quite, if it was me, I might have questions. Well, maybe it was this, maybe it was that, but I was with somebody who saw the same thing. Yeah. No, I did too. Well, see, that's the thing. I couldn't deny any of the shit that I saw, no matter how much cognitive dissonance was there. And there was, I did a, my, in the, and so I, I, I laugh at it now because I look at it as like, I was, there was me being a skeptic, good science, uh, Mark, you know, like you go with the orders of operations on everything, except for the things that you can't fucking measure them with. Um, yeah. I, uh, was driving home and I probably talked about this on the air. I, I, I don't know. I pro- I tend to repeat myself a lot, but if I didn't tell you guys about it, it was just coming home from summer's worth one night. And this was actually in the newspaper uh, shortly after the Exeter craft there in like oh, 2003, yeah, yeah. 2002, 2004, whenever that was that happened. Um, yeah, it was before 2004 because my mom passed away in 2004. My mom was still alive. And the night that this happened, the night that this happened was the night Peter Jennings died. I remember um, I was driving home from my friend um, Dexter and Casey's house. And they live together. Summersworth. And I'm driving home. And I, at the time, had uh, had weed on me and stuff. So I was like worried. This was back in you know, 2002, 2001, 2003. I don't know. And it was, uh, it was definitely. Uh, no, no way. Geez, 2004. My mom passed away in 2000. I can't believe I had that wrong. 2006. I, I feel terrible. Uh, <laughs> it was off by two years. Um, the. Yeah, it was 2004 uh, when this happened because that was when Peter Jennings died. So I'm rambling, but I uh, I remember it like it was yesterday. I was driving um, home in Summersworth and just cruising along, going like seven miles. Uh, no, like yeah, like seven miles over the speed limit exactly. I always did like six to seven exactly always because it was paranoid always. I felt like you go too under that, you can't get pulled over. Go too much over that, you can't get pulled over. <laughs> um, and sure <laughs> enough, I saw fucking blue lights. What the fuck, man? So I, I'm like, there's nobody here. He's pulling me over, obviously. And I pull over, and he goes right by me. And I'm like, oh, and, oh. Before that, I had seen a plane. I saw like his peas, you know, because mm-hmm. Morris peas, um, Air Force Base. Uh, Pan Am flights and stuff in and out of there back then, you know. I thought I saw a plane. I wasn't paying attention. wasn't thinking. I just thought it was a plane. I didn't put in my head that there was no sound. (laughs) 
uh, it's just a light. And, and, and so used to pee is that, you know, I don't know. I've lived in the area my whole life. You see large lights like that. I just think it's a, it's a low flying plant going into peas. Oh, yeah. I guess that's just what I thought. Um, and so I saw that first and didn't, I, I thought it, it could have been a plane too. I still, to this day, I have to accept that as a possibility. I am going after I see that. I just, I don't put two and two together or anything like, because there's no correlation. There is blue lights and I pull over cop goes by me. I'm like, cool. Must've been a call. So I'm going to get back on the road I'm driving and then up ahead, I see the blue light. So maybe it was an accident. There's a bunch of cars. They're all going slower. And it's like, there's four of them in both lanes. There's no way to go around them or whatever. And they're all granny pedaling it. And I couldn't figure out what the hell was going on. And I am now pretty close to them. Try not to rear end them. So I'm going to get pulled over by the cop, which is obviously going slow too, for some fucking reason. And then I could just kind of see through the angle. It looked like somebody was kind of like looking up and I start looking up and then I see fucking lights, a whole string of lights. Everybody's looking at them four fucking cars. And we're, they're just. Oh, shit. Gone. And I'm just like. Wow. You know, like, what the fuck? Uh, why well, I can't believe what just happened and everybody is still going slow for like fucking five, ten minutes and everybody starts to break up and we go on our way but all of us were on the same spot it was in the newspaper in Foster Daily Democrat after um, and I'm now because I, I can lock it to Peter Jennings I'm going to go back and I'm going to try to find this fucking thing where they're like Basically, you know, the cop had seen it, other passengers had seen it, and everybody had like reported it. And it wasn't the only one. There's a bunch of other reportings, and then they had had that reporting in Exeter like a week before that or something. No Days before that. I don't remember. It's a very long time ago for me. So uh, but I don't won't ever forget that. I won't ever forget what I saw. Um, I mean, how can you? Uh and, and still for years I wrote it off as like I ah, you know, could have been swamp gas. I'm just kidding. Uh, you know, lights. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it was, but that doesn't mean it's aliens. I was fucking Tyson's perspective. Always. I don't yeah. know. I believe in UFOs, but doesn't mean that necessarily they're aliens. It could be yeah. something. We don't know what it is. But now it's like it's a whole other dimension to that. That You know, especially when yeah, I found know. out the government's uh, involvement. In oh, yeah. So, you know, what happened to me branch. maybe three years ago. That was really weird. So I'm here in Rochester. I'm on 125, <clears throat> driving my car. My car is a 2012. At the time, it probably had like 45,000 miles on it. So it's not an old car. This, I feel like it was a plane, I guess, you know, flew over. Well, my car died. Just like that, my car died. So I had to push the ignition thing again. I pushed the ignition and I'm like, what the fuck was that? My car, it's a manual. But I wasn't in on the clutch or anything. It just yeah. stopped. Uh, I'm like, what the fuck? And then I'm like, what the fuck just flew overhead? And there was a car a distance ahead of me and a car a little bit behind me. So I don't know if anybody else really noticed, but I'm like, fuck. And my first thought was, Jesus, I looked at the clock. I'm like, okay, I don't think I lost any time here. Like, this is fucked up. 
but how, um, how many situations like this across the United States have people just disregarded and written off and right? now people are going to have to start taking a look, a long, hard look at themselves. So to like speak. a serious look and say, maybe, Hey, maybe it really was something. Or, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I urge you guys, you know, I'm going to do this right now. I don't give a shit whether we're on the podcast or not. I'm going to send you guys a link right now. Would you guys to watch this, this, this quick thing real quick. And, uh, and just, and I'll even match it up on there fucking later for uh, the folks here. This is so important. Um, I, I, I have to, you guys have to see the, the, the response there. Or, you know, I, I can even just pull it up here and then eventually I'll, I'll edit it in somehow. Yeah, there you go. Devoted to this is important. It doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter what your religion is or culture or your color. Okay, so this is Luis Elizondo, right? I'm going to put this up to the microphone here. And uh, it's uh, the description, folks, is Luis Elizondo on UFOs, Skinwalker, Remote Viewing, in the invisible college the whole fucking gamut this guy digs deep and i tell you folks this Luis elizondo if you haven't heard and you don't know what's going on he's not he he's the real deal he was funding and admitted by the government program for the pentagon uh, a tip where he was uh, investigating extraterrestrial phenomena well, not extraterrestrial phenomena unidentified aerial phenomena uh i'm jumping right to extraterrestrials i've gone right on the on the bandwagon folks uh i yeah so anyway that he's he's in he's explaining this with kurt i i can't pronounce his last name but uh theories of everything with kurt that's that's what you need to spell with a c uh check it out the guy is awesome he's an awesome interviewer too Uh, i mean i i i just kind of we just talk here for the most part but he does a pretty good job at like i could never do the interview like bulletproof bullet point questions kind of thing uh which i you know to each their own but this is something you know about me so (laughs) i uh you know i'm and i'm so bad at like which uh, luckily i've had a few people be like hey you know i appreciate that you weren't like drilling me about this book or you know because it's like every one i do is like that and i'm like made me feel good about it is that like at least it's different it's not maybe it's not everybody's thing but it's unconventional enough that um cool. you know it was comfortable um and it's not too much not too many awkward pauses <laughs> um bob lazar i mean he goes into the whole thing but this is the one thing that i thought was really it was really something out. this made me almost like Good God, because he goes into Skinwalker Ranch about the things mm-hmm. that go bump in the night and that the government's been the government's been putting money into this part of the world, uh, that there are anomalies and possibly, you know, anomalous activities that's being measured right now actually by actual scientists, yeah, that's crazy. different types of scientists. Uh, and there's even a History Channel TV show that I guess was doing one too independently outside of these scientific really? studies. So there's all there's like five, six different groups of scientists trying to do studies there. And the stuff that's coming out of there, I don't want it. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't want, I don't want any of it. It's not that I don't want to learn about it. I don't want it. I don't want to learn about it. I want to know about it. I want it to exist, period. Because the implications of that shit is just terrifying and scary. And you know what? Maybe I'm just, you know, letting it get to me. But good God, after hearing this, um, 
what would the world look like if the public knew what Luis Elizondo knows? And this is his response. Uh, I have no idea. Okay. I know you got to get going. The Lonesome Space Cowboy, remember that last question that you couldn't get to, which was if the general public knew or saw what you saw, how would they, what would the next week look like? How would the public react? See if it'll actually um, come up on the thing. Uh, I think there would be this uh, big exhale. Talk right over them. <laughs> for about a day. And then this uh, turning inward and trying to reflect on what this means to us and our species and ourselves. Uh, I think. Uh, Somber, sorry, oh, like a sigh of relief? Somber meaning serious, not not like Hollywood portrays people partying in the streets and, and, and silliness like that. Um, I think you would have uh, some people perhaps turning to religion more so. Uh, you might have some people turning away from religion. Um, I think you're going to have, um, at that point, the, the philosophical and theological uh, questions will be raised. And, and people will have some serious soul searching to do, no pun intended. And I don't think that's bad, by the way. Um, I think uh, a lot of folks that have spent their times in this community being charlatans will have been exposed, and uh, they will be probably unemployed. And probably <laughs> Greer, I think he's that's shade to him. <laughs> the rest of society will look at them in an unfavorable light. Um, I think um, there are some unsung heroes that will probably come to light. And uh, the world will appreciate their contributions to this topic. I think the names, scientific and sorry. academic communities. No, I can't give those names. Uh, the I know what I was going to say is names that have been announced before. When you say the unsung heroes or new yeah, names, names that have been announced before. Okay. Uh, I think the scientific and academic community is going to have to take a real hard look at itself uh, and and uh, see why it repeated the same mistakes it did when Galileo first proposed that the Earth was not the center of the solar system. Uh, you know, um, hubris is, 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 is a big part of that. Um, and then I think, you know, maybe we start the international conversation and say, okay, we realize that this, there's, there's some things out there that are probably well beyond our, our petty discrepancies we have with each other. Um, maybe we really need to start working together on this, realize that we are really a global family. Uh, doesn't matter where you're from, it doesn't matter what your religion is, what culture your color new world order Ooh, uh, that's are, the whole other all, thing that people are worried uh, about all brothers and sisters on this tiny little rock called Earth. you know this pale blue dot that's hurtling through space um you may unify us well I, I would certainly hope so uh unless we allow our our our, our poor nature to to yeah, I think that that's a just of it. Uh, I don't want to keep going on somebody else's thing. Uh, I certainly don't want to. Uh, and that's the like you mentioned the new world order. Like that, that's the other side of the coin. To um, that's what makes this all interesting is that, uh, looking into it. Me, I always have like a universal theory on everything. If there's three sides to a coin. Um, Mark, you might have heard me mention it before. Yeah, regardless, you have a coin, no matter what, there's still the edge. The probability of it landing is very 
very, 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 very slim. But in the instance of if it were to land on its edge straight up, what would that option look like? And that's how I present everything. And like the New World Order thing, the, the, a lot of that, some of it gets pretty like intense with like banks and yada yada. But yeah, in the world it, of it. Yeah, it's it's a lot of it's like false flag shit and like other people pushing political agendas and the whole the whole nonsense. But there's also a belief in regards to like other uh, life species that everyone that that there's like a console. Let's just call them a console. There's a console, and they already know. And these people are the big names the that we don't that hang out in the shadows that we don't see, like the guys in the X Files, you know, mm-hmm. the, the the shadow individuals. And these guys already know. And not only do they already know that this is a theory anyway that they're working with them uh, or trying to in order to maintain a balance, and then will eventually reach a point where once these beings can introduce into our society. Respectfully, they need to kind of mold the Do world they, well, to I get mean, there. What if they don't? They so that, don't that's like hit. a theory of it, but what if they like? You know what I mean? Like, like that's the theory. Us. They already know, like, the, right? You never know. Yeah, I mean, and then it goes that was, this was something in my mind I was going to bring up earlier in regards to like um, aggressiveness and and us getting eradicated is the whole belief of. There being the goods that was it, like the darks and the lights. I, I I don't remember. Yeah, there's like evil versions of them, and there's mm-hmm. evil entities, and there's there like demons, and then there's the like the light protectors, and like they're at a war. Yeah, and we're in the middle, yeah. and Holy I don't shit. know yeah. nope. too much about it. Listen, I uh, you're exactly going oh. down the rabbit hole where I started to go. Nope. All right, I'm fucking done. I've been doing this for four hours, and I am fucking done. This is where my temple hat comes the fuck off, and I'm going to go, you know, <laughs> kill my brain with some destiny for a little bit, play that with my kid, because this is not helping me other than the fact that I'm just going down a weird tangent about shit that I have no control over, oh, yeah. and I'm yep. just hearing myself. Uh, so, uh, but I guess where I was going to go with that was just that uh, the multi multi-species thing uh i that that right there that discussion that we just heard i'm not i've always been a person to go off of science i've always been a person to go off what i can see and like all right well i don't want to jump to conclusions i try to do critical thinking as much as i can minus the fact that i'm impulsive and adhd is a bitch that fucks things up but math is always a big thing my brain's constantly fucking going so i i definitely also, however, um, you just have your gut. When you read somebody and you know that they're full of shit, and you read somebody and you know that they're fucking being legit, they're honest. They've said that was, something. That was an honest response that that yes. guy gave. You know, yeah. that wasn't. That that's, wasn't. That's what scares me. That wasn't bullshit. It, it was. It, it wasn't even a rehearsed response. If you well, listen fuck to it, it what? You know yeah, what I mean? exactly. That did, it wasn't her. It was the farthest thing from rehearsed. Yeah, that was well I thought mean, out. He fucking sat there and it, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, it's it's it, it's unbelievable. Um, man, yeah. again, folks listening out there, just so you know that is Luis Elizondo, uh, who is answering back um, to uh, the. Uh, 
to a uh, podcaster uh, regarding um, his experience, uh, his, the whole podcast uh, as a former A tip director is what they call it. A A T is in Tango, I is in Irene. I from the... aye, aye, aye. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and P is in, uh, was it Peter? <laughs> um, a tip. Pentagon. Uh, yeah, as in Pentagon. Is it, hasn't A tip been around since? It's like the '80s. Yeah, they uh, I, maybe I'm, I'm confusing sure with something they, else. They probably have more than likely been around for a very long time. Uh, it sounds like my kid uh, might have gotten uh, here. So, uh, but... so, to circle back to the sightings thing again. Yeah. Again, while I'm thinking of it, did yeah. you guys hear about that? It was a school in Africa. Did you hear about that? Yes, I did. Yeah, I, uh... isn't that crazy? People are taking pictures of this thing, and didn't it repeatedly come back too? Yes, it, yeah. uh, it did. And they like landed. This is another one, folks, out there. Uh, Don't you, so you, you know, hear about that anywhere? Uh, aside from the, and Luis Elizondo goes into that actually a little bit in the thing, Does he? the guy yeah. from uh, National Security or whatever. But yeah, th- it was like a school in Africa, I think. And yeah. they it landed. Uh, all of the kids uh, experienced it and, and they all had the same exact story, like 20, 30 kids just and and then a couple of teachers too like they saw yeah. something or whatever and the, unbelievable the account on that and that's been well uh, documented by psychologists and it, it is it, they believe that they believe it every one of those kids believe it something happened uh, we don't hear about that anywhere it's it's not brought up ever probably because they don't want more people to know about it honestly as as much as right. it's out they don't want it to be a huge headline type of thing Right. Because again, yeah. panic. And the de- yeah, panic, exactly. And that's the downside of it is, you know, um, the easiest way I could make an example of it, only because I have a bunch of friends that are um, in the UK and they all watch um, football or as we call it, soccer. Exactly. And re- lately there's been videos on Twitter on, um, you know, how much they love that sport. And then there's like, there's videos of people from England and people uh, fighting um, those from Italy, like full on fighting in the streets, but people are pushing it as these guys are jumping the Italians after the game. When in reality, the interaction of these videos, and this is just an example of uh, which I'll get to the point (laughs) shortly after is, um, this interaction was a combination of people trying to steal other people's tickets and yeah. other people trying to stop them. So oh, wow. of course this, these videos were put forward and then they were twisted. So that goes to this of being like Randy has said panic. All it would take is for that video to get out and it just get flipped and then go, yeah. Oh my God, they're, you know, and they, they, you know, there there's online groups of people who yeah. literally create memes and, and create Twitter bots and that, will make fake accounts to shift political opinion and, and to get the algorithm going. Yeah. All it takes is one of them to be like, yeah, look at this is uh, the, our, this spaceship came from China. Oh, like oh, the, the evidence of a Chinese foreign spaceship lands in Africa. I, I, I could already, I could already imagine just the firecrackers, like everything would go fucking crazy. And it's just because it would be conveyed incorrectly. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, and something that I was going to go back on earlier when we first started talking about the conversation of Luis Elizondo in this entire podcast was, um, 
he, oh God, what was I going to say about his something involving his credibility? Um, scrambled just because my uh, my kid was texting me and whatnot. Um, uh, so I, um, Luis Elizondo. Oh man, where was I? I? It was something super important that just really uh, jarred me. Um, Did it involve the comment uh, where you had mentioned where he was kind of like not not black bag, but uh, it hurt his credibility in regards to like occupation, like where he was something like that happened to him. Like maybe he was fired or let go or I'm not from sure, a job. Uh, if there was, I think there was a part for a while he was, you know, pushing for this thing and getting it out there and, and trying to get it out. And, and, and then eventually it did. And all of the stuff with uh commander favor on Joe Rogan. And then it started really Joe Rogan's a lot of where that platform got pushed through. Right. Joe Rogan became mm-hmm. a window for that. I think That's when they started I, I don't so much listen to his podcast, but I watched the videos of his podcast on YouTube. And that's kind of where I really started uh, getting turned on his stuff. Um, phone just started going one sec. That was weird. No, I didn't say anything. It just all of a sudden out of nowhere, I said one sec. Uh-oh. You see? Huh. You see? They're already censoring us. Weird. <laughs> oh, they're already listening. Yeah. <laughs> I, right, all the time. All of our devices. All of it. If, you, if your phone has a microphone... It, it's on it records oh. everything yeah mm-hmm. well this is um, it we're all going to be suicided <sighs> uh, yeah, that's it right no, i mean it, the funny thing is there's so many other people that have so many more important things going on out there than anything that we're saying yeah so, oh yeah that's I mean? why i'm not even i'm not even afraid of it well it, it, it's interesting though because you have a lot of these people out there and they're all like they're spreading stuff around this is what i was saying this is where i got i remembered it that podcast i posted it on twitter and linked <laughs> All, yes, yeah. you know, I linked. Uh, who is it? So you Neil tagged DeGrasse, four people. Yeah, Neil deGrasse Tyson, um, Louis Elizondo, Jeremy Corbell, Bill Nye, the fucking science guy. <laughs> you guys should all get together and talk for the better of human fucking kind. Who knows? They don't. You know, that's the thing too. Like we only know what we know. We only know the information we're given. I know all I know, of them. Could I know be one thing. Nobody saw that together. fucking tweet. Not one person saw that tweet other than me. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's weird. That yeah, that goes back to like the algorithm still, of how right certain now, things are. I should look at it right now. But earlier, specifically, today, it's still the same thing. Filtered. It's interesting. Yeah. And, you know, to, to go back to your whole kind of like shadow organization thing you were talking about, Jeremy. Cigarette smoking, man. I am I am totally, totally believe there's definitely something like that out there, man. There's, there's it's not even, it's a fact. They admitted to all the black programs and stuff in, in, yeah. in uh, the FOIA, Freedom of Information. Like, they're just not even, they're just not even trying anymore. They're just trusting I mean, America's stupidity and laziness to do it for them. They don't have to hide things because nobody's going to look. In, in my opinion, there's there's part of the government that knows exactly what's going on, and they're they're working with whatever is is out there communicating. Yeah, they didn't want what a lot came out that did come yeah. out. Unless Stephen Greer is right, right? And, and you did hear me say that there's some shade there as Stephen Greer. He called him a charlatan. I know that that's directed at Stephen Greer. Stephen Greer believes that Luis Elizondo and uh, and um, Jeremy Corbell and all these guys are working together with the government to create and continue 
a free a disinformation campaign against the American public that's been happening for 70 years uh, hmm. since Roswell started. And it's been done through Hollywood and uh, our, our experiences basically to make it right there in front of us. So we think, of course, that's crazy. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's, yep. right it's in the movies. Like, it's not going to be real. Like, multiple galactic federations. It's not going to be real. Aliens, not going to be real. Hostile entities, not going to be real. Yeah. Dimensions, not going to be real. Stranger Things, it's not going to be real. All of that stuff. Throw it right out there. Throw it right out there. I mean, so the idea is almost too... Like, it scares me a little bit. Yeah. Because I hear these things from him, and I want to believe this guy's legit at the same time. And then he's calling Stephen Greer crazy and he's saying he's a charlatan, basically. Well, you know, to look at it from another angle, too, look at our technology. Look at the, te- look at the leaps our technology has taken. Like, you know, just in, in a short amount of time, we went from having a computer that was literally three times the size of an entertainment center yes. to now... I'm talking to my, I'm talking to my, you guys on my phone right now. Uh, right. You're, you're, you're talking to it right now. You're that your computer now, is what's doing all this. <laughs> now tell me that it was in your pocket, by the our, way. Our civilization came up with all of that, all of that technology on our own and with no help whatsoever. And out of nowhere too, right? Out of nowhere. Right. All of a sudden, from all of a sudden, transistor tubes to fucking. Yeah. All of a sudden back right. in the 50s, boom, there's a microwave oven. Solid what the state. fuck? Are you being serious? That's just technology that, that people thought up back then. For Christ's sake, they, they were putting caffeine and Coca Cola back then. It's funny too that you mentioned that because uh, that reminds me of a few different thoughts. One being uh, Alex Jones has an answer for that, and he had specifically had referenced that as that technology is technology that is created by. I forget what he calls the uh, the other uh, the others or the the, the other the race. Wild um, Tom DeLonge fucking calls him the others, and then oh my god, yeah. and this starts pulling me down the fucking Alex Jones fucking. Thing. Well, the, I'm, I'm only yeah, I'm not, no, Alex no, no, Jones no, 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 no. is fucking I'm saying wild. I, but... No, 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 no. I'm saying I did. I ended up there. Yeah, and that it, I don't I don't value Alex Jones at all as a human being. Right. Uh, right. Uh, there's things that he's in the same boat too. Like he, I've, I would look but back at his reports forever ago. He was when he was like just shouting weird shit. Then yeah. end up actually coming to yeah, be like he was legit. On Waking life. He was in the movie Waking Life with a magnif- megaphone shouting in a car driving around. Uh, in the movie Waking Life, he was one of that 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 you know that short part. And I actually I really like that movie. I don't really like Alex Jones, but that's how I found out about him. This is way way back, and I kind of I've known him for a long time, man. This guy is is slowly descended in, into madness. I think maybe oh, yes. because of all the craziness. Maybe maybe they have fucked with him. Who knows, dude? Like, I don't uh, know. like he he did confirm on like Joe Rogan that he was pile of drive onto cement cracked his head open when he was like 14 so it's like could have brain damage who knows but just to get to the point of uh, alex's theory or at least what he had states is that like the toaster oven and that and that technology was is like archaic tools to the to to the others of the the other species that were already created that they tested with and then they were they're being slowly sifted to us through the government and then the government just releases it and they're like oh here you go and like it's interesting. 
to consider because I don't know. Like I, you can look up schematics, you can look up all this other shit that they came out. But Randy made a good point. It's like, how do you go from like our op, the obsolete end of life? Mark, you know this. Being in electronics and appliances, mm-hmm. that window of things getting obsolete and cell phones coming out every six months, eight months now, up to make money, but also because technology advances so it's quick. Boom, 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 well, boom, quick. I remember like laptops, overnight. it would last four years. Now they only last maybe eight months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight, usually every eight months, you, you can replace your laptop with something that's cell tremendously phones, better. Stuff. People are just pumping out cell phones every six months to a year now. Like it's new models and shit. It's fuck, I, I mean, I'm saying that, you know, uh, a little uh, overzealously. Obviously, it's not every six months to a year, but like, I sell them right it's now. about every year. It's seriously yeah. about every year. Yeah, I guess it is. So I, yeah, I guess I'm not being. I guess you're right. It is about every year. There's a new model and new something coming out. That was it. Was five years before it was back in Samsung Blackjack. Remember, like mm-hmm. they had the commercials way back. Like yeah. I thought that thing was the bomb. I had the Blackjack too, and I, I, I mean, I worked at Radio Shack, and yeah, I've been in consumer electronics for ten years. Only a little bit of it was consumer electronics. Uh, but I had to be the Radio Shack, you got questions, we got answers guy for a little while. Uh, and that was two and a half years of fucking, I wanted to kill myself. Uh, <laughs> I, I literally drank uh, a lot of alcohol at that point. But this was <laughs> when I was like 22, 23. So I even asked my doctor, I'm like, is that how I dealt with the pancreatitis? Because I wasn't drinking at all when I had the pancreatitis. I haven't had beer in forever. Uh, at, you know, at, at, for you know, personal reasons, obviously, uh, I just, I don't like alcohol anymore. <laughs> it's not my thing. I never really was super into it long in t- until I started, you know, music. And... You know anyway, I kind of stopped drinking when, when, when I, uh, left the band, when the band split, cause I was always like, those are my nights out. So I'd have, a, I'd have one or two before we went on. I'd have a couple yeah. more people would buy me drinks after I got off stage. Now that I don't really do that, I don't, I don't really, I don't drink in the house just for the sake of it. Same. I mean, I actually, I have alcohol, I have beer. I have a four pack of IPA sitting in my refrigerator and it probably, it's probably going to go bad because I haven't, it's been sitting in there for like, I don't know how long that stuff lasts. Cause I always drink it quickly when I was, <laughs> I used to keep I've it. Got, I drink it within a week at least, you know, now it's been sitting I, there for months. I have a Jeremy. I, I have a beer in my fridge. From the show that we played at Brian's, um, up near where he lives in New Hampshire. The yeah, that was all the artists. The ritual, the ritual yeah, show. That wasn't. Yeah, I, I, it wasn't last year because last year was COVID. So there's no, a year before that. Year Talking before, about Brian, I, I uh, have one uh, beer. I bought oak, a six pack. Uh, oak before. cedar. Yep. Yep. Yeah, dude. He's yeah. yeah forest and non bassist. Yeah. We were trying I, to in oak. I bought a six pack of Sam Adams. For that show, I drank five of them, and there's still the sixth one in the back of my fridge now. Probably, <laughs> it is fuck. Yeah, that that's 2019. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Isn't that funny? That's, you know, it, it's uh, it's funny. I've been uh, Brian and I were trying to trying to do do an episode for like we were trying to make it work schedule wise. He just he was running into things, and then we both ran into thing. And it was just circumstantial. We're like, all right, we'll do it eventually. And then I uh, forgot to message him back. So. Thank uh, his and schedule brought this up insane yeah but i'm still gonna be on because i really want to talk to that guy he's oh yeah definitely he uh, he's he's, he's an interesting character yeah he's a, he's a great dude 
I'd love to pick his brain. I love talking to people in general. That's why I love doing this. Um, and really the biggest thing I run into what slows me down is getting the editing and stuff done. Cause I'm doing it myself and I'm shitty at editing. Everybody gets to see the crappy intro at the beginning of this. <laughs> and I, I can't take credit for the, the music. I only had a little bit of help with it, engineering and recording it. Uh, Justin did most of the, uh, uh, the, the structuring of the stuff. I think I did like one little thing uh, to help um, and the drum pattern, but it was electronic. So, <laughs> um, you know, I, I wasn't putting a ton of time and effort into it. Uh, anyway, there goes my alarm. Uh, I um, medication alarm, old man. You know, uh, we were talking about uh, the alien technology, reverse technology, how it's constantly building up and, and whatnot. In that movie, Waking Life, to come full circle, sometimes I beat the ADHD. See, uh, <laughs> we in 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 Waking Life, there's a discussion about the nature of the organism being telescopic. Some consistent listeners are probably rolling their eyes. <laughs> I've said this a few times, talking about Elon Musk and Neuralink and all that stuff. But what's happened, if you look at the species, is like you've got this like long span of time between when we became a hominid and, and we'll operate creature to social patterns, you know, right down to when you get down to the, the industrial revolution, you know, age of enlightenment, all that stuff, it gets closer and closer and closer together where it starts happening exponentially. Um, and you're seeing all this stuff starting to manifest even closer. When I was at Radio Shack, this is so funny. I said this before, probably too. One hundred and twenty-six dollars, one hundred and like forty-six dollars for sixteen gigabytes of micro SD. Oh yeah, in two thousand eight. That's <laughs> a long time ago. Yeah, and, and and there's an even longer time between. You know, like you go back between that and then the PlayStation, uh, sixteen megabyte hard. Uh, you know, look at that, and that was what two thousand. Uh, no. Jesus, not wait, 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 in 1996? Yes, late yeah. 90s. They, they were four, then six, and then the 16 were the hard to get because they were so expensive. Just that jump alone between 1996 or whatever it was to 2008, almost a 20-year span for them to go from 16 megabytes to 16 gigabytes in a smaller... You're right. And now it's 2021 and you can get almost, uh, you know, 500 megabytes. You can get what terabyte now in that size. Right? Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, I'll say just for like my own in, in, like, for, in, in taxi cab, right. And then like taxi cab this member, man, I remember, which was then when I had started back in like 2007, I paid like nearly 200, I think $210 for like a two terabyte external hard drive. Now you can get, a, you can get like a four terabyte for maybe like 120 bucks. I bought it. I, 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 I have a, t- oh, sorry. Yeah. Pretty cheap. No, yeah. No, go ahead. It's probably saying the same thing. I got a two terabyte, I think for like $60, uh, six months ago. Yeah, yeah, I bought one uh, um, to wow. back up to back up the one on my computer with the photos just before you know to avoid the inevitability of losing all my stuff. I bought one. I think I bought it on Amazon. I might have paid eighty nine bucks for it. Two terabyte, yep. crazy. That's insane. You know, again, something it, back in the sixties, 
that, that was unheard of. You know, it would have been a, mach a machine the size of my whole condo. Yeah. Like supercomputers, man. Holy crap. Like back in yeah, back in the 90s, the supercomputers the size of fridges. And now yeah. you can get blade servers, which are, I think, 12 to 16 individual, like virtualized environments that connect to multiple supercomputers that are the size of a fucking freezer box. And it's yeah. like... It's fucking insane. It's a perfect example. We're, we're, we're talking about technology, appliances. You brought that up briefly. The, the speed in which that's happening is one of those things that hits people where they notice it. And it's funny because they get so like, oh, I got to buy a washing machine. Like, So the problem is, is like, in order to get a decent washing machine, you got to go back in time there is no decent reliable super reliable they're all made to last seven to 12 years roughly some brands do innovation a little bit better for extra features some do it without breaking slightly better but not really all of them are made like shit really if you look at it they're made um, to make money now yeah seven to 12 year life expectancy if you're lucky and that's because you know and, and yeah again if you're lucky you, samsung for a while was making some really good machines and then they weren't, and then they were, and then they weren't, you know, and all of them, whether they were, or they weren't, were only made to last seven to 12 years. Uh, Whirlpool, all these brands, every single one of them, same thing. There's no way out of it. Right. That's how they get Except you now. for speed queen. They've got one product that exists out there. It's unique out there. And here, another free fucking advertisement for these guys. They make <laughs> a decent product, 25 year life expectancy, a five year warranty built in the product made like the old one efficient no <laughs> uh they, not at all uh but they're trying to make your old school machine and they fucking last they're 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 gonna they're gonna do what you need them to do but there's nothing out there everything else has got a tv screen in it you know everything else is trying to go the way of the jetsons and that's fine uh except for they also want you to pay for it every seven to twelve years yeah and where people complain about it is where they don't even realize they're getting hit by it. They're like, oh, my washing machine, my refrigerator, these should last longer. You didn't say that about your cell phone that you spent $1,200 on. <laughs> yeah, every year. Every year. Uh -oh. Mine's yelling at me every other fucking day. It's like, oh. you're eligible for an upgrade for this amount of money. And I was like, I don't need yeah. a new phone. And it literally, like, I can't bypass it. it every yeah. other day, I wake up. I either turn yeah. it on or open the screen and it's, it's just automatic. And then it will tell me, I looked it up. It will tell me continuously forever until I trade it in. I can't That's stop it. it. It's That's programmed. It. It's hard. It's, it's, Only it's way you do is break it. my phone in half. Yeah. <laughs> I, just finally, I, I just paid my phone off. It's, it's a galaxy note 10. Um, I got it two years ago, paid off. And you know what? I'm good with it for a while. I just, I don't, I don't want this payment, man. I, uh, I don't, I don't blame you. I, um, I got, um, I traded, I changed my, my cell phone plan because AT&T, I'd been with them since 2008 when I was at Radio Shack, went yeah, to Verizon just now, you know, oh yeah, AT&T sucked. Uh, but I, I was getting hosed and for a long time and, and really after all this, like when Kayla passed away, they just screwed up the plan so badly, so awfully when I was trying to take stuff off and i had to give them the death certificate they, they were fucking tactless dick faces here's a free advertisement at&t can suck my balls yeah. fuck them man they, they were awful 
when Caleb passed away, like I had to get like these certificates and all this stuff. And they're just, they're terrible, terrible experience uh, dealing with that after, you know, dealing with it for 10 years. So I left and went over to Verizon. Same song and dance though. You know what I mean? It's all the same shit. You no matter where you go. So there's no escaping it. Difference was I had to get new phones and yeah. Wow. I had a whole lot of extra I didn't need, uh, but we need, like I need this for the whole podcast and music. And when I, uh, my phone is a big part of my life and uh, mainly because I can utilize it as a tool. I try yeah. to decrease the amount that I'm online with it, but where this is going, why I've been talking so much is cyborgs. <laughs> we are right now already, basically cyborgs. Uh, you had the Lelv- LVAD, Mad, the LVAD. Yeah. Example of technology where it's implant, it's interacting with our our life. That is more invasive a million times than a phone, right? Because it's going to your heart. It's, it's serious. This, however, is in a different way, but I would say also pretty serious because we're becoming hopelessly addicted and, and connected to these things where they oh, are yeah. just getting more and more and more and more and more part of a life. And I I'm not, I'm not going against it, to be honest with you. I'm trying to figure out a way to healthy, healthily acclimate. And I just don't think our brains are ready for it. I think that we are just rushing too fast into technology. And we, and this is where it's going to get weird. And this is where I was going with the technology. And this is going somewhere for everybody that's <laughs> stuck along this long for the uh, technology piece of this, because I've gone on a little bit of a rant. Uh, all that convergence to technology is happening and it's getting closer and closer together. The, the phones are coming out faster. Uh, SpaceX is flying a fucking a team to Mars in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. What's we just um, had a, we just had a billionaire. It just we just it, had a billionaire it, up, up in space. Wild. Yeah. We just had a billionaire up in space. Things are happening now. And exactly like that scientist in waking life says where we can see it manifesting in front of ourselves. We're going to yeah. watch the phones change. We're going to watch aliens. We're going to watch our entire species go through a major transformative shift uh, psychologically and uh, sociologically. We are going to change as a species and the biggest impact this where the the in my opinion where the the precipice is where the the the, uh, the crescendo uh is going to be the the neuralink that's it we're we're right there yeah, we're all we're so close to that Neuralink oh, yeah. and fucking <laughs> skynet i'm calling it <laughs> I was just going to get to that too. I was just going to say what you, you had mentioned that um, I remember again, Joe Rogan seeing Elon Musk talk about uh Neuralink and his intention on how to first and foremost focused um, on like how to backpedal Alzheimer's in the elderly mm-hmm. and to be an intention, but then he branched it casually over to being able to, or him being curious if cure depression, humans cure depression, but not only that, if humans can mind is capable of coexisting with an artificial intelligence existence, as in each individual, one of us could potentially have our own mirror version of our, our own AI through mm-hmm. technology that's wired in our fucking brains. Who's to say we don't already. 
Well, exactly. He yeah. had mentioned mm-hmm. it be our phones being an, a, an external extension, but he goes, wouldn't it be more convenient? The sales pitch, again, being sales and Mark being, being sales, wouldn't it be more convenient to ha- not have it in your hands because it's already in your head? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's but, uh, the, the iPhone in Futurama when they jam it into his eye. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> And uh, the whole the whole point of that too is that oh, cool. Elon Musk approximate window. I think on Joe Rogan's podcast he had he had said minimal because Joe Rogan was trying to push. He's like, give me a number. Like, what's the lowest amount? You first he was like fifteen years, and he's like, I could probably probably ten years. That was like a year ago, maybe maybe two years. Uh, no, it was right. Uh, yeah, because he came. He came. He was talking about the COVID, so COVID thing and 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 okay. Tesla. The so spoke the blunt. He said ten months. When he was it ten? I think that oh, was yeah. to get uh, the satellites fixed. But oh, he's talking no, about the actual was, cranial talking, implant. He was going to be. They were going to be. He he claimed they were going to be human testing in ten months. Yeah, so, which means they were probably already doing. Yeah. You know, All right? Knowing him, right? Oh yeah. yeah! All the money he's got, man, he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, he's fucking skate around any kind of regulations or anything. Absolutely, that's, that's, that's definitely being tested. I mean, like you said, the thing I had me, you know. Yeah. I mean that that thing was ridiculous. I I lived with that for about a year, and I didn't have a pulse. That little pump, right? Little turbocharger, I called it, circulated my blood flow. Right that's crazy to think that right. that like we're at that point as a species yeah. where we can rely on certain things like that and how much faster is it going to increase we've got nanotechnology we literally just injected ourselves a lot of us with rna mnr mrna and the fucking crazy thing about this is this is designed by crispr and which is that genetic coding and the genetic coding as uh a just it, it really spirals into the whole discussion of nanotechnology mm-hmm. like michael Crichton talked about this in the book prey is the convergence of biotechnology nanotechnology and <clears throat> Software technology, artificial intelligence. I myself am right. biotechnology. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I really am. Mm-hmm. New heart, new kidney, titanium hip. That's exactly right. I mean, that's, that's, and, and you get a phone. <laughs> Somewhat. No phone. No, yeah. no phone? You want, I mean, you've got, uh, are you, uh, are you using a phone or a tablet right now? Uh, I'm on my Samsung phone, but my okay. Samsung tablet is next to me. <laughs> yep. I got like uh, how many devices every one of us has to think about that. Like I I've got, I've got my, my laptop right now that I'm looking at talking to you guys on top of an old laptop. Okay. <laughs> a dead laptop from 2008. I have a phone here and then right next to, I have the two old phones that I need to return back to AT&T just casually, right? Like think yeah. about that where we are as a site. These are individual computers. Like I got to get them back and so on and so forth. But like, who just like, that's it's where we're, this is, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Just, just, it, I think that, um, Luis Elizondo made pretty, pretty grounding perspective there about how we're going to have to take a long, hard look at ourselves as a species. And maybe, this, maybe all this is culminating to this, this thing here. I think it'll be too little too late by the time we as a whole reach that. 
You think so? That's my person. That's so, yeah. I, I, I I'm willing I think to bet right if we are left to our own devices, but I don't. I think that's what we're dealing with right now. I think that's what those aliens are. Is they 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 don't want to see us destroy ourselves because right. Well, the that we're aware of. I, I I don't know about that, man. You know, you, know, you let us just collapse in ourselves. You think it's it's hard to say. Yeah. No, I agree. It, I mean, but they they they've, they've interfered with our nuclear devices. Yeah. They prevented them from going on in circumstances where they were going to be testing and seeing if it could go on, if they were going to bolster it and scare the other guys. And well, now if, if you want to go, that's interfering. If you want to kind of get into a theory, so they're maybe they're preventing us from like destroying this planet, but everything is still overheating from global warming and everything. And say, and you know, my belief is that mankind has been here before wiped themselves out and here we are so maybe we're at the end of our cycle and something else is coming think about it there's animals now they've got apes using tools out in the wild Mm -hmm. uh otters use rocks you know to to break things open. absolutely i mean the octopus oh my god don't even get me started on the octopus jeremy knows what i'm talking about (laughs) motherfucker knows what i'm talking about well, that's how we came up, right? Octopods, AKs. And we're kind of at the point where we're done within the next, you know, maybe 100 years, we're done. And I, So, uh, I mean, I have, a, I have a more optimistic outlook. I think that the convergence of technology and AI, if we approach it correctly and this is a big if right a lot of things are variables here so many crazy variables here whether we go if if elon musk gets people to mars he's trying like oh he will i fucking guarantee it i i i mean that well that's the question though will he does he get enough people can he create a multi-planetary species can he help us get to that point uh that's his goal is right, I, grabbing us on multiple planets. Right. I, I think you'll get them there. Steps. I don't know about that. I don't, well, I, th- that steps is too too premature for me to kind of come up with a uh, yeah a projected idea. I I will. I'm like hundred percent sure he will get people there. Well, so here's my, my thing. I think that there's going to be these major. This all of this stuff is happening. Look, I mean the riots, COVID. Fucking the mRNA technology, which I didn't really get to go back to. That there's some things there that's really wild about that. People don't realize they're talking about this new, you know, with the with the with the uh, the vaccine. It's I think it's it's a wonder of modern science, in my opinion. Uh, and I think the thing that's amazing is is like it can be altered to be whatever they want it to be. It doesn't have this thing isn't like oh they made a new vaccine, they made a new technology. Yeah. It's actually already being used for HIV and stuff too. Yeah. about that like they use the same mrna thing to cure uh hiv successfully in a lot in few patients where they're trying to create a trial uh for this stuff well the, the crazy thing is is that the concept was thought up 30 years ago it just back then it was just what if we could do this amazing thing Right, they, yeah. we didn't have the medical technology, and so to get the RNA vaccine, then how really simple it is for COVID. It's based on something that was developed 30 years ago, but now we have the ability to just do it. 
So you think about that and software technology like Google, Google AI mind and all that stuff and Neuralink and the mRNA and all that, you know, those things, nanotechnology, like software technology trying to beat itself and trick itself and to create stories with itself, all that shit <laughs> opening Pandora's box. Oh yeah, no doubt. And that would be the other thing. What if it's AI? There's a fourth possibility. AI is interfering with everything and creating some sort of digital simulation like in the matrix, right? But a little different than what we're thinking about. What if Google became self-aware in 1999? Hear me out. There's this weird stock glitch back at the same time that this happened in 1999 when Google went live, the same exact time Google went live. Uh, there was a stock glitch in the entire world, 1996, uh, not just the United States. I think it was everybody at the time, uh, or it was the United States. And then the, the other market over, you can look this up by the way. I don't, I'll see if I'll find it and put it, but I don't know if they're exact correlations or whatever. <clears throat> pretty weird stuff uh what if you know because if ai existed it exists beyond time and space here now right when it was created or if it started learning then and just sat by and listened and watched and waited for us to put as much information as we can can cats eat pancakes fucking all of it and we you know like just the sheer stupidity of humanity the fucking you know all the fucking gross awful things that people look up snuff porn everything all the horrible things of humanity all the great things of humanity every facet of human life just being fucking fed into google most of the time just we're we're churning out as much data as we can put into this this thought machine. Yeah, that exactly was what it is what they're using. Uh, and it's funny because I was thinking about this for a long time. What if they were doing this? Probably not a good idea. And then they came out with that movie. Uh, well, they uh, this guy came out with that movie uh, Ex Machina, and he basically goes in the fact that the the owner is supposed to be like Google or whatever. He was using all that collected data to as the test control with his yeah. AI, uh, to make it learn and, and basically activate uh, artificial intelligence or consciousness. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I just think that I hope that you're both wrong and that it's not a negative and that we things we don't kill ourselves off. Cause I mean, what was the point of all the art and everything? What was all of it for? What was the point? We all existed, all the suffering, learning, all the fucking kids in third world countries pushed around with fucking M16s, you know, like all that shit. What was the point of all of it if we just fucking all for naught, you know? So, I mean, I hope if there is some sort of aliens that they can see that they can see that that very, I mean, there is something to humanity here in the awfulness and in the beauty that is uh, the dichotomy of human existence. I mean, there's got to be something there that that's being, I don't know. I'm just fucking. Uh, I dig. In, in the grand scheme of it, though, we're sea monkeys in a jar, man. We're nothing. In the grand yeah. scheme of the vastness of space and everything, and I got spiraling about this the other day. 
what's space? Is is space truly infinite? Like, no, I don't think so. You think there's an end to outer space somewhere? That has to be because it started, right? What would it? What would it? What's the? What's out there? What is it? Just my thought is this: is that is my thought is that like the that it's like pac-man all right you go off the side of the screen one way and you end up on the other Come side the other way. right yeah. but my thought is is that there's a big big bang blew up everything's going out and everything's like hot at first really flying out there and going in all directions and then eventually it slows down and starts to <clears throat> condense into dark matter into entropy and then slowly he's seat yeah, seek to exist, the heat death of the universe. And then when that happens, last piece of matter, the last little molecule, and this is just my idea. I don't think anybody's ever, this is probably just crazy. The last little bit of whatever that exists finally goes entropy, starts over again, and it just does that over and over. So there's another explosion out there. And another, well, no, I mean, right. Well, it, it could be in the same spot at the center yeah. of it. If there is a center that it just blows up. And then when it's, it slowly kind of just condenses and goes the, the negative, right. To the other side of the screen, then it ends yeah. up in the middle again, starting over. So, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're coming from the other side of it and just kind of doing a little loop. Um, and that there's going to be that if it meets itself on the other side, it's going to compress. The same way they're talking about with like entropy in that movie, uh, if you've seen it, um, that came out fucking Christopher Nolan the film. <laughs> oh God! What is oh it? Uh, yeah. shit! Uh, Tenet. Yeah, 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 yeah. that yeah. movie's wild. It is. So the whole thing is, is that they're going one way and then they're riding entropy backwards in order to manipulate it to do what they want in time. Uh, they've got to figure out how to walk. Uh, it's just fucking that whole movie is fucking mind blowing. If you really yeah, like it's super uh, good. It, it is. I really, I really appreciate him as a pretentious filmmaker. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I love him. I think he's great. Batman, he, 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 I, I, everything. I like him because he introduces uh, actual science to his films Absolutely. as well, really a- including the ear. Like he had, he worked directly with multiple neurologists to pick up, to know, to most accurately make a human being on an average scale uncomfortable, uncomfortable. and how to replicate it. Mm-hmm. And not only replicate it, too. but institute it into an audio where you can't even hear it, hear it. which is why his scenes. You get, I just get goosebumps thinking oh, about yeah. it. The Dark uh-huh. Knight, uh, that that yep. that feeling, you can't hear it, but you know it's like you it's like it almost right doom. Yeah, and he and there's the slow pan in, Definitely and he does panic. he does that too. He'll slow yeah. pan in, and you like get natural um, claustrophobia, it's and like, then that match that sound with your ears, right? And you it's go, like you weird start getting anxious. Claustrophobic vertigo. Yeah, and yeah. he explained it. It's because he he put he has that sound inside his audio, and it's just a <laughs> yeah. neural like mess with us in our in our like on a neural level, just by yeah, whatever, power things. I believe it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I believe it. That, that it's a certain sucks. frequency that makes us anxious. Yeah, yeah. like it's like the uh, the anxiety <laughs> brown note, you know. Yeah. Right, which uh, to me is fascinating to put that into your fucking movie that creates an experience. Yeah, I mean that's why I make music is to Very create an experience and have people enjoy it. Like that's right. the only reason why I make music. 
but also le- leaving it to uh, interpretation and stuff is really great because it adds for that abstract to it that you can't yeah. control that variable you can't control what somebody's going to think about your stuff so leave that let them let their mind work it out you know what i mean however they hear it they hear it you know i, I the first I thing i thought i was like why am i anxious like what what's like this is weird this isn't this isn't normal and because i don't usually get anxious but luckily i don't suffer from anxiety which yeah, what i'm told it's nothing to miss on <laughs> like yeah, I'm, right. I'm grateful at the yeah, same time i'm <laughs> apathetic yeah. because it's like i can't level with people who who i understand it from like a scientific perspective and i've done enough research and i've looked into it and how to handle it how to combat it and how to therapy with people but i can't feel that ex- i can't express experience so it's like oh yeah i've been there i know how that is i can't say that i was like i know what's going on i can't level with you because i've never felt it before i know i never felt stage fright i mean it's very hard i just don't i'm not i don't get anxious ever yeah i i, I totally relate to that it's weird like, i i i had for me for a long time i i couldn't like i i shouldn't say i couldn't have empathy for but i couldn't be empathic about it because you didn't know what it was like to have major anxiety or social anxiety or because my solution for awkward situations is just barrel through it not shut up and you know how it goes man i just talk and talk and it just is what it is but i i never would go over it in my head or I'd never be so anxious about, well, what if this happens? What if that happens? I just live my life based on the fact that I'm living life and fucking dude, the fact that I even exist here is a lottery and mathematical fucking miracle anyway. So just at all uh, is one of those things, but I, I, I've just, my, my thing is, is like, yeah, you go through and uh, uh, anxiety was never a thing for me, but then and I couldn't understand where somebody was coming from. I couldn't understand where people are coming from until it's like it flipped the switch on me. Now, for the first time in my life, in the last few years, I've had anxiety. Like PTSD is never something I ever could have imagined ever in my life. Um, I do big time after my surgery. So I've got bad PTSD. I've, got, I've never had stage fright in my life getting on stage. Dude, if my phone rings... I, I almost break into a cold sweat. Yeah. I get anxieties about the weirdest fucking things. Yep. No, like, I can I, relate. I do grocery shopping early, early in the morning. So I'm not in a big crowd of people. Again, at a show, no big deal. If I'm in market basket at noon on a Friday, uh-huh. I'll go down three aisles and say, fuck this and leave my cart or just cash out and leave. Yep. Cause I can't take it. I can't deal with it. I, so weird. I know I, it's funny because there were certain, aspects of that that i have felt before in the past and i just didn't recognize them as like oh other people deal with this i just thought it was mm-hmm. something that only i dealt with right but i almost like kind of wrote it off as something that i'm just not going to deal with or i'm going to avoid it or avoid those situations but it almost became an unconscious thing so i think there was an amount of anxiety there that i just like socially i did the same thing that i would do other i make you know poke fun at myself or whatever make jokes to get out of uncomfortable situations like we were talking about earlier i um in those circumstances i i of any type of anxiety i guess i just didn't write it off i wrote it off as not being there and and it became like it wasn't there for a long time and in reality i guess it was underlying and stuff and there's just ways i might have coped with it unconsciously and then all of it came up or I didn't have it and then it just came up and I, I don't know, like, but now, now I, 
do deal with anxiety a lot more than I did before. Um, but I could never understand where Kayla was coming from with it when we first got together. She get anxious about taking a left turn outside of uh, pulling out of the the park because it, it's so much uh, traffic on Route Four, and I'm just like, just take the left turn. She's like. And she would literally, she'd take a right, go all the way up until she could, uh, you know, pull in, turn around and then take a right there. So she could go at left, um, which not understanding then now it's just me. Gavin is nobody, but me. If anything happens to me in that left turn, he's got nobody. Like, and so like that anxiety is a real fear constantly where it never was before, even having him. You know, I guess in the back of my head, I was like, he's going to be okay. You know, she's the better of, uh, of us. Like she's, you know, like, I don't know. I shouldn't say it, but like, like, I just felt like he was going to be fine. You know, no matter what happens to me, he's going to be okay. And having that type of like fear becomes, it, it, it invokes, you know, raw anxiety uh, that I had never had before and never could relate to. But it's almost like the universe has been like, you don't understand it. Here you go. Here's an opportunity to understand where people are coming from. Now you yeah. can empathize. Now, and I, I, it was the most jarring experience of my life, I think, um, because I've gone through how I was talking to people, you know, and this is part of the reason why this is so important. I've got to keep myself socially doing this um, because if it doesn't, it's, 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 it's like, it gets rusty. It's, it's actually keep it sharpened. If you don't, your social abilities start to decay and, and, and strip off. And that actually it does happen to me. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm, I'm again, now that I'm not, not in a band, um, it's me and my dog. I don't really hang out with people. So sometimes, you know, I will, but, but um, I ran into somebody. What was it? Oh, I went to I went to a friend's Fourth of July party not uh, too long ago, and I got home and my throat was sore because I hadn't talked that long to people in such a long time that I just I, I wasn't used to it physically. Like my my throat just took a beating and I had a sore throat the whole next day. And it's not like I just talked and talked nonstop the whole time I was there, but it was. It's like, wow, you're social that, you know, it, it was noticeable. You you can, you know, when you talk enough, your voice gets that kind of raspy. I talk a lot. So naturally my voice has almost always got that raspy tone to it. Cause I don't shut up. Um, but I actually was doing some research on this, like singers, uh, vocalists, people who talk a lot. Um, I mean, cigarettes can have a, a thing to do with, but a lot of times that raspier, uh, the more you talk, the worse that gets over time, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. And if you don't do those little vocal heels, then uh, you can permanently damage your vocal cords. By oh, talking. Yeah. Just uh -huh. by talking. I had no idea yep. that, that was a thing. Uh, sp speech, uh, people who do speeches and, and talk and like public speakers and all this. They, it's a real, it's a real thing. I had no idea that you could like seriously injure your vocals talking. <laughs> I just thought I was like, oh, you know, we, we put our vocals to extremes, you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like, oh, and, yeah. uh, so we could see like that end of it. Like I could see where somebody could damage their vocals that way. Chino Marino <laughs> example given. <laughs> um, but I never really thought, yeah, talking or, you know, but the Miley Cyruses of the world would have a yeah. brutally raspy voice. She does. It's really like, <sighs> um, 
Yeah, I mean, I think I kind of I went on a tangent there uh, for a little bit, but I I do think I guess <laughs> what I'm what I'm getting at is that like anxiety is is real for people that are going through it, and the hard thing I think for some people is ever being able to understand where that they're coming from and that dichotomy of not understanding uh and then sometimes it's just like the person cares and they're trying to understand they don't understand but they're, they're doing everything they can to understand um but then you have the other end of it where they, it's like they don't understand but they also don't think it's a thing right they think it's fake it's not real you could just pull yourself up by your bootstraps and oh yeah take a look at me and you'll be fine yeah just like just like alcoholism just like addiction just like everything else uh you pull yourself uh pull yourself together you know in a time where we've been more connected to electronics and what everybody else thinks about us than ever you know mm-hmm. uh who would have thought you know <laughs> people are struggling out there but the the whole just dis that i don't even think, i think it's disingenuous I don't think people don't really care. I think it's that it's their weird way of coping with things because they don't, I don't know how to deal with social things. So I, I, I say the wrong thing or I get mean or I, you know, I, you know, well, you should deal with it because I've had a shitty life and I've had to deal with it. Instead of being like, we all have different things and our experiences are different, but let's try to be compassionate towards everybody else and just stay on our own fucking lanes and just not try to control the shit. We can't. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But, um, you know, I, uh, I appreciate you guys, uh, really hashing this stuff out. It could never be enough time, right. To really get into it. But when you're going up on two hours, no, <laughs> but, I mean, no, I mean, this has been really great back and forth. And I think that this type of stuff really needs to happen. These type of dialogues, uh, this type of dialogue, especially when it comes to phenomena that's happening right now and whether you're talking about extraterrestrial life uh the potential of few ap's even if you're just thinking that they might be chinese adversary and it scares the shit out of you um it's it's a time to be alive like shit is noticeably different than it's ever been before you can yeah. ask people who've been alive for 80 years and they're like this is nothing like anything i've ever experienced people in vietnam thought the world was gonna end but people right now think shit is really weirdly close to a and i i and this is this is you know the dawning of the age of aquarius according to the old song you know yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> which is, is fucking wild yeah right like that's this a wild is, time period th- this is where our prediction things are supposed to be fundamentally changing for the human psyche for and it's not the end of the world like the mayans predicted maybe it was the end of the world as we knew it it could have been you know, yeah. maybe that's what they saw coming, and they were just off by a couple. The of shift years. of era, yeah. the Gregorian oh, calendar. Two thousand twenty-seven. The, <laughs> yeah, I think it's, I think they what was it last year? I think it was last year. Was seven tomorrow? years. No, the the global clock sense. for a global for shit to get real fucking bad. That's for global fun. warming and like that we're gonna make the official like we're gonna make a. Sh- I thought it was seven. Oh, until the drop off happened, they moved it up. Wouldn't be surprised until the official well, we go past the line of no return. Uh, yeah. They gave like yeah, a so scientist gave an official like seven yeah. year buffer of like we have seven years to do this, otherwise we're fucked. I thought mm-hmm. there's no going I, back. I was hoping it was twelve, but uh, it, you know, it's Andrew Yang was like, no, that's wrong. <laughs> it's he they're wrong. It's already too late. We we are already on that curve. That's the now, thing too. Go to higher <laughs> land. That's what we need to be doing. Is preparing to get Miami people out of there. 
It seems like every couple of days. It seems like every couple of days I'm reading an article about oh they found a perfectly preserved woolly mammoth here and you know we're finding stuff that's thawing out in the ice that we were probably never meant to see but it's so it's so much warmer now. Right. And so what kind of disease is going to come out of that? Out of that thaw, you know? What kind of shit? What kind of microbes coming out of that? What kind of the the uh, I just hope it's Cthulhu. Part of me. <laughs> fucking just come up as white paper fucking take away just that's that's part that's a dark side of me naturally it's like i have a d- distaste for the human existence um majority of and i'm just you like just fucking think. just just wipe yeah yeah you're you're even yeah, yeah. I, I mean it's i would like to say it's warranted but mine's also biased uh my 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 take on that but to again adhd brain yeah mine just did the same thing i was thinking about but, that, that um, so mark the last time we the last time i was on your podcast it wasn't with rico it was one before the, the everybody got together for unrest and transit we were talking about when there was fucking uh fires in the in the glaciers there there was plant life that was catching yes. fire yeah. yeah like in the Heat fucking moss. north pole yeah or yeah. shit like that and because so, it was heating up yeah, that that's that's a huge a huge thing. If, that was like three years ago. If you continue to have that that peat peat moss or whatever, which is like you know your uh, what's it called uh, fucking permafrost. That stuff's breaking down mm-hmm. and that catches fire and shit. It's, yep. it's really freaking crazy because that gas that peat moss fire starts burning and then it catches because of the methane which catches more and causes more. It's just exponentially worse. Methane's bad as it is, but flaming methane. You know, we're just you're just talking about this this catalytic rate where things are just getting worse and worse. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, the same thing's going to happen as 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 the ice uh, melts. Like, what are we going to release? You know, what can I coronavirus, release this, into the world? I was <laughs> just kidding. You know, this coronavirus is nothing compared to what's probably down in that ice. That's what I'm saying. And For something real. down there could be benign and it could mix with whatever's up here and be 10 times worse. You never know. You just don't even know. And that, yeah. that's the things that like nobody's really looking at. They're always worried about this, that, and the other, but they're not thinking about the near earth objects that could wipe us out in a second. That, that's the first place my mind goes when, when I hear that, you know, all these, uh, they're, they're, just today I saw the woolly mammoth thing. It was literally still covered in hair and everything. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, what kind of diseases are on that thing? You know? Yeah. Oh, gross looking. Sure, let's thaw it out and cut it open. You ever yep. see the thing? <laughs> right. That's exactly right. That I mean, you know, you know, that's not how they do. They 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 make particle accelerators and smash particles and eh, it might be a black hole, but yeah, probably not. Wouldn't that be some shit yeah. though, if they really did find a ship under the ice or something? Yeah. Oh, that'd be wild. Oh, I'm sure. So, it's it's got to be, yeah. Uh, some yeah, Vulcan or a fucking... That goes into my other brain of the, the um, Middle Earth theory. Yeah. Of like, oh, God, yeah. yeah. We may very well discover a tunnel that is just oh, being hollow closed. Earth. Hollow Earth. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Hollow Earth theory. Of, well, we may, we may uncover real, something. I used to have a major issue with that theory, and now fucking every, all bets are off as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Everything is fucking on the table now. Uh, I'm just like, I don't even know what to say. Even, you know, Chupacabra and fucking... <laughs> yeah, you know what, though? The fucking Russians blasting nuclear warheads under the the poles isn't helping anything. No. Oh my god! Their, their I know nukes under there. 
they're testing their tidal wave on us. Yeah, yeah. I was having this, I was wave. having this conversation with, with a friend. I was like, if if nature hasn't already fucking warned them, of, Russia's been hit by like two asteroids. Yeah, and uh, they've gone on. They've undergone some really traumatic natural disaster shit yeah, just in that area. You would think it would be a hint to stop fucking around. Like, <laughs> that's think, my, my buddy yeah, the other day. No, you think, hey, no, yeah, let's just lose. set nuclear fucking warheads off under. Fuck it. Why not? Like, <laughs> we got to make sure our tidal wave thing to work in the United States. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's they're, they're testing that stuff because, but that's why I think the the it's the UFO activity. If it is, they 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 don't like all that. But who knows? The, the, according to the I am a shed guy, I am a shed. I can't pronounce his name. I am a shed. I think is pronounced, but I'm probably screwing that up too. He seems to think that they're waiting for us to get to this point where this this kumbaya moment. So. I'm I'm hoping that the Israeli space defense guys right, and that there really is a galactic federation, and that some of them are great and some of them not so great. But we've been feeding them cattle apparently, and that's yeah, why right. they cut them all up. Oh yeah, this it goes Dude, deep. You, I'm serious. I I'm I'm, lo- I'm lost. I'm at a loss. I'm fucking. I feel crazy. I just said that to you, but yeah, dude, I'm digging in, and this is the shit that I'm finding is that they are ones that drank blood and they want cow blood. And yeah, that's that, following a lot of it all tunnels to that down too. the down the down the hole. Yeah, These reputable people connected to this guy. Yeah, this is the I, I, just, I don't know. I watched a video on a guy and he went on for like an hour about the lizard men. He was shot yes. by one, and yeah, yep. there was another. I think I found it on Amazon or something. Reptilian shapeshifters, yes, mm-hmm. yeah, because they tunneled down really <laughs> Hillary Clinton's a reptilian shapeshifter. That's what they said. Oh, it, it goes deep. It's like the belief that, like the like the the Queen of England and like the whole Jeez. the the elites of the world are reptilian shapeshifters, and stuff, then the co- the combatants are but equivalent now, to the like Atlantis, who I, are the good guys, who are like Randy had said, are the ones that are in the ocean. No That's I like yeah, that like far yet. I know there's like seven or eight races. Or of aliens well the uh, transference of distance go being able to go at like a such a high rate of speed through water into yeah. this area and you know a lot of those discoveries i know although just, found by the navy obviously navy so on the like, ocean a, a lot of those <laughs> things happen on coastlines Fucking uh, in the ocean commonly really? yeah i mean i'm not saying like this is the and I'll be out, oh, but no, in my no, opinion, no. you should shit. consider all the dots. You know, I know that's what I'm saying. My brain is so scrambled because it's like, yeah. okay, well, I know it's probably not all the way on this end of the spectrum, but where the fuck's the blurred line now? Yeah, I don't even know where to there find isn't the one. <laughs> yeah, they, just go like, any fucking way you want. The guy's like, the blind's blurred now, but the, the fucking line's blurred. I don't even know where the blurred line is or where to even yeah, you- look for it. It's you take so all those different theories, and probably a little bit is true from each of them. Yeah, and you know, yeah, it's oh, like science fiction. It science to be fiction, so part of it is true. And then fact is stranger than fiction, right? Oh, all based on something. Yeah, Donald yeah, Trump was president. Like, folk, like folklore. That coming. Yeah, <laughs> even folklore is based on you know people weird Everything. shit that people saw they couldn't explain. Right. 
we're always going to get hit with stuff that we can't get. But the thing is now is like, I don't want to jump to conclusions. And that's why I'm like, I'm with Neil Tyson on this, right? I get that. I don't want to jump to conclusions, but holy shit, you guys need to be more like, okay, we really need to find out what this is. Yeah. And I just don't feel that urgency from them. I don't think they take it serious. I don't think anyone in the scientific I, community is taking this serious. And again, that, I think behind the scenes, I think that behind the scenes it's serious, but I think they just run in damage control because they don't want like, or are they still so wrapped up with COVID that they, they can't pull their head out of their ass for that. I don't think that's that's it. Even though, you know, that's ramping up again with the hearing. I don't think that's it. I think honestly, I think his response was damage control. Yeah. That makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. You know, you get, you get somebody on TV to say, "Eh." And then people calm down, kind of like douchebag with uh, right. With- You're right. People, eh, that's it. even though it's like no, not uh, but it, yeah. they're like, eh, that's Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's one of the smartest. No, I want to hear what Brian Cox has to fucking say about it. That's what I want to hear. Oh gosh, yeah, that'd be good. That guy's, uh, that guy's fa- fascinating. Mark Your webcam died. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I think that's going to be the uh, indicator. Let me change this over real quick so I can, uh, uh, you know do the the whole thing where we uh say good night and farewell <laughs> do we sing that song yep, yep. yeah that's cool because honestly i'm about to piss myself inside out right now yeah me too i actually <laughs> that so guys I, uh, yeah uh, if you ever needed I like could have said something. Hey, there we are. Yeah, no, I was <laughs> That's okay. Though. I'm like, I'll wrap it up eventually. Ever, but then we got into the heavy. What it does. <laughs> oh yeah. No, it's like, no good. Well, on that note, <laughs> you just you just should have just had a bottle like near you. Nobody would even know. Yeah, guys. We don't want a bottle in this house big enough for that right now. No pun intended. I just really got piss. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, we're going to let you get to it. And uh, we uh, absolutely, uh, dude, guys, I really appreciate you guys coming on. Uh, on and, uh, As always, uh, you know, oh, it's a pleasure to do this again. And, I'm always glad to come on and shoot the shit with you. You know that. Yeah. No, it, well, it's, it's good because you guys, the, the amount of perspective that I get from talking to you guys makes me feel less crazy, uh, makes me feel well, a lot more you. like. All right, there's a very blurred fucking line here at this point. We have no idea where it starts. So, I've got friends that are probably sick of me sending them articles and stuff. Yeah. Oh shit, look at this! Oh my god, look at this fucking thing! I'm always sending. You them don't want to look at it. Thing. You want to fucking hold their eyes and look. Look at it. Look yeah. at it. <laughs> fucking aliens. Like that Sandra Bullock <laughs> like, movie, you know? I am. I. It's driving me nuts. <laughs> like, how is nobody else like freaking out about this? Like, I. I. I know it seems crazy and sensationalist. Thanks to Neil deGrasse Tyson, still making us look like it's UFOlogy from fucking 1974, but it's not. And yeah. that's where we're gonna leave things for everybody out in the listening world in the airwaves. And just like you don't know how these waves got to your ears, uh, most of you, you know, don't try to think about it. Just know that it exists quite possibly like aliens, <laughs> quite possibly like everything else we don't understand in the, uh, in the universe right now, 99% of it. So the fact that five cents, five, five senses are going to detect everything seems a little illogical. And that's where I'm going to leave things. Guys, thank you for coming on, and uh, uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, as always, we appreciate your time here, and abstract here. Abstract. Thank you.
Extract Transmissions.